live on 97.3 more variety there can be no other than this burn three no need to change keep it tuned to save Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Hey. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 
27 minutes plus 6. This is a praise medley from Joyful Way Incorporated. Many, many decades of consistent worship and praise. Born from the hearts of student evangelism in the central region. Now a veritable part of the Ghanaian gospel kaleidoscope. Hey! Oh yes! These are the sounds from above. And it's a great way to start your week. It's the 26th of November. On your favorite radio show, City CBS. The only gift God gave you was time. God didn't give you money, He gave you time. He didn't give you friends, He gave you time. He didn't give you food, He gave you time. Now, everything you have, you have traded time to get. Everything you don't have, you have been unwilling to trade time for. You invest your time in a profession, it gives you money and respect. You invest your time in talking to people to build relationships. You get friends out of it. So it's what you invest time in that delivers back to you. Time is to be invested, not to be spent. You can get more out of an hour than some get out of a day if you can apply yourself. So make that your focus this week. I will get more out of one hour than I did from two yesterday. Doesn't mean you spend more time. It just means you concentrate more. You do a bit better. So wherever you are, make sure you're there. <laughs> Don't be in a meeting and be somewhere else. It will just be your time wasted. The best way to get the best out of time is to be present where you are and give yourself wholly to that which you do at a particular time. Having that mindset, welcome you to the show. Businesses brought to you by ADB. Get up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary. No interest on repayment within 30 days. Your money hits your account on the same day. Call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or call now on 0244-284-197. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. International Fisherman. And this is our letter to the government. That's my letter. Move me on it. Move me on it. Hey, yo, sound boy. I leave very close to the colina. Hold the dose left phone corner. We do poo at the cool cool. No more We catch fish for the whole nation. She got no coffee on quotation. The battle brought in the inflation. Bring on all this confusion. But the government is now our word. Yesterday, no, our boats are my sword. Three die and go to the god. Don't be nine. Why I would on your word. No sensibility, well, like storage facility. Yes, incompatibility. I can't mean about the one way. I know what it is. Then they call me Fishama, Fishama, Fishama. International Fishama, Fishama, Fishama. Then they call me Fishama, Fishama, Fishama. International Fishama, Fishama, Fishama.
Demonstration, we go go. Oh, gas mila. I remember the days of Telemo. Yeah. All right, we're getting to a new super review segment. It's brought to you by Fidelity Bank. As the doors close, so does Fidelity open its doors wide. Whatever you want to do with your shop, we're giving quick loans to SMEs, hardware, building materials, groceries. If you want to clear your goods, you want to stock up for the Xmas, talk to your Fidelity Commercial Hub Relationship Manager today. Have a Merry Orange Christmas, Fidelity Bank, believe with us. And as we get into the new super review as well, Total is proud to be associated with it. Three time winner, three times in a row. Petroleum Company of the Year, we celebrate with you. Thank you for being part of our success story. Thank you for your unwavering trust and loyalty to the brand. Please, do you understand the song the guy is singing? I want you to explain. Okay. <laughs> the, the whole thing is that the fishermen have been cheated for too long. By who? By the system. Which system? The whole political, economic thing. Oh. So they said, oh. so if we don't, they won't fish again. If we don't give them what is due them, they won't yes. fish again. Ah, because they said you, you give things to cocoa farmers, mm-hmm. you give things to... But why you not do so for the fishermen? But now we give them premix. Oh, takucha. We give them outboard motors. <laughs> Nothing. We give them... No, you only give them those things when elections are coming. And those things, if, I don't know. He's not happy. Jai, jai, jai. No, he's giving the thing no, all year round. Our Ministry of Fisheries and Aquaculture has been doing that. No, 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 no. Let, listen to the song. Uh, so, 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 so the system has been cheating them. Too long. And yesterday, long. I, 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 I met a fisherman and I read a story. You know, okay. yesterday I went for the launch of an Agric magazine, Agri Gold magazine. You met a fisherman? Yes. And a fisherman told me that mm. climate change is also affecting them. Oh, so they are not catching fish. The, the seasons have changed. They are catching other The things. way things used to be. Ah. So the system is cheating them. And, and they f- f- believe that climate change is also cheating them. So you are, you are with Gasmila? There are 2 million people who depend on a- a- this a- industry. A- across the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a huge market. Yes. All right. So that's the song. Am I like? Yeah, the Yeah, man. Joseph Miller. Yeah, a.k.a. Gasmila. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a Joseph. Joseph Gasmella. I haven't heard of him in a long time. Uh, he's there. He's there. He's doing amazing stuff. The one I want is Telemo. Uh, we are more kakla. Who do you want to carry? I follow boy too much. Don't carry the E-Levy. Telemo. Telemo. Today is a powerful day. Anyway, Nathan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Friday looking good? Yeah, look good. Are you ready? Yeah, man. 
Sure? Yeah. Alright, let's get in the graphic, man. <laughs> I mean, are you moving No, you, you actually you are too much. When I ask you, you can give me equations to solve. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask you how are you say Redox <laughs> reaction. Charlie, this is my every right. day something. Aloski. Every day something. The daily graphic says fast track textbooks mm. procurement. Mm. Publishers tell GES. Mm. Why is Kanishin or why Kanishin is drowning in floods? That's on page 16 of the daily graphic. On the end. NSMQ, sorry. Who lives the trophy? Page 16 as well. There, live. 2022 budget, prefer, um, 2022 budget, profess solutions, and uh, Nukes TUC states their positions. On the back page of the Daily Graphic, ADB other supports Farmers Day and disasters in Northeast region. Three killed in robbery fire incidents. Now, if you go to the Ghanaian Times, over 100 illegal structures go down as Ablekuma West Assembly takes steps to protect Lagoon. So, there's a photo of an excavator demolishing some structures at Glefe. Professor Atuguba to push parliament to pass anti adultery bill into law. Four former African presidents to attend security forum in Accra next month. And 2022 budget to put Ghana on sustainable development job creation path. This is the lands minister. The Daily Guide says 620 million CD trial. Atuesian claims sleep disorder escapes arrest. Nine killed in mining pit in western region. Abu Jinapo rattles NDC MPs with figures. Health minister laments vaccine politics. And 2022 budget, game changer for education. That's according to Dr. Yaose Educhu. There's an interesting story on the front page, of, front page of the finder. PwC Ghana says receivers should bear the cost of the e-levy, not senders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Government supports for agribusiness inadequate. 1.75% e-levy is a step in the right direction. Guess who is saying this? Nooks, National Union of Ghana Students. What did you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Traders are saying that bleaching creams are attracting high patronage. Mm. FDA should ban all those things. Uh, An iconic tourist site being revamped to generate significant revenue annually from 2022 all right the herald says government orders bog to pay 470,000 for president hotel bills in u.s as speaker and mps hold kenoferiata hostage to settle common fund get fund and nhis fund <laughs> ex law school director ayine other school attorney general shred his elitist legal profession bill Peter Mao reveals Ekufado Jolate lied to Ghanaians on Skytrain agreement. <laughs> Jogate, Jogate. Yes, Jogate. Okay, Jogate lied to Ghanaians on Skytrain agreement with South African company. If you go to the Chronicle, poor Adorso lady on Cloud Nine after receiving surprise telephone call from the IGP. Ofata, aka Daniel Ochema Boaji, former Bantama MPP, advises one to me. Step down, and we will track reassigning of toll booth workers. This is the NYA. Okay, the Republic Press says NPP NDC MPs clash over Ekufado strips, but security analyst Bax Bryan says president's travel details must be top secret. The- Galilea residents rescue 14 year old girl from suspected kidnapper. 
will kill the insensitive e-levy adongo assures Ghanaians. more compost and recycle plants needed to achieve clean ghana and imani says 10 percent of Ghanaian businesses thrive on corruption now if you go to the new weekend crusading guide john kuma answers critical questions on e-levy says atm bank account to momo vice versa won't be affected ex-bantama mp draws home to miss blatt says step aside for new leadership in the ashanti region 2022 budget sign of good things to come this is the education minister bishop dr samuel benousu says that the high unemployment rate is a recipe for chaos in the country and hear me Takpom, prepare for new chief. Current occupant acts to vacate too. Okay. The BNFT says increased net contribution to 17.4% to avert collapse, according to the ACRR. AGI welcomes benchmark value re reversal, urges Guta to cooperate in country's interest. Government revenue targets still low, it can be better, IEA. E levy will burden consumers with triple taxation and. Prime Meridian Docks and Mantenership Spain SL sign repair and maintenance deal. Achieving effective revenue mobilization and efficiency digitalization crucial to energy sector. This is the minister. Um, improved domestic revenue mobilization. Nakufado charges NDPC. Fallout from the Sputnik V saga. Health minister cries over battered image. And in Ghana's revenue mobilization drive, KGL stands tall. Pumps 100 million Ghana cities. Let's go online, citynewsroom.com. Ignore NDC. They'll never scrap E-Levy if they come to power. This is John Buedu. Also, Deputy Finance Minister hints at review of implementation strategy for E-Levy. In other stories, Fix the Country Movement demo against budget comes off today. Parliament to conclude their debates on the budget today. And the President extends NIA boss Kenatefa's contract by two years. If you go to Major Online, Fix the Country to embark on Yin Chia demo over E-Levy, other taxes in the budget. Also, suspend e-levy for broader consultation. Danko Institute to government. This is a bit different from what we heard yesterday in the uh, other papers. Yes. So this is the angle the uh, website chose. John Wood or Safumafu must apologize or be hauled before parliament for disrespecting speaker. This is Kwame Agboja. Meanwhile, Grassak distanced itself from Nuke's unfortunate stance on e-levy in 2022 budget, the one you just read. And NSMQ 2021, 80k up for grabs at grand finale. If you go to uh, Star FM, Wasa Isikuma, 10 people die in Galamse pit collapse. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I have for MPs convoy foil highway robbery attack on Sampa, Mancraso Highway. Meanwhile, fix the country group to embark on another demo today and Abena Oseyasari suggests government may review implementation strategy for the E-Levy. If you go to GNA, police ready for fix the country demo today. Calm returns to Boku and President to grace 2021 Kofi Annan Peace and Security Forum as well. City Business News, Guta questions of intense protest if benchmark value is not, if benchmark value is reversed. And then there are other stories around the Deputy Finance Minister asking or suggesting a review of the approach to the E-Levy uh, policy. Yes, Bernard, yesterday we were talking about Ashanti region and their Dumso matters. Mm. Uh, there is a statement that I saw signed by Engineer David Boedi Asamoah, okay. Director of the Ashanti Strategic Business Unit. I mm -hmm. know people in Kumasi are listening on Orange FM, so let me share that statement with them. Mm -hmm. It says the electricity company of Ghana, Ashanti Strategic Business Unit, wishes to inform its cherished customers and the general public in the Ashanti region that the technical challenge upstream, which has limited full load intake from Gridco during the peak hours, still persists. Mm -hmm. And this unfortunate situation has led to daily outages between 6 p.m. and 11 p.m. in our operational areas in Ashanti region. ECG Ashanti SBU wishes to assure its cherished customers and the general public that 
the industry partners are working to fix this problem. So, can, 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 so, so they've been having erratic power supply. Been having doom so it's a transmission problem. This, uh, you remember the issue that happened with that um, high high tension tension pylon or whatever. I think um, that is so still... Did the, did the release mention when they will get power? No, but the release says that the partners in the value chain are assuring um, customers that they are working assiduously to resolve the challenge. All right, let's get into some of the big, big stories. Well, the Daily Graphic's biggest story has to do with textbooks. Mm. Now, the Ghana Publishers Association has called on the Ghana Education Service to expedite action on the award of contracts for the procurement of textbooks for pre-tertiary schools. The association wants the GES to facilitate the contracts. Um, yes, to facilitate the contracts before the end of the year. Mm. It explained that the delay in the award of the contracts by the GES, which has been a major buyer of textbooks since 2005, was affecting the work of publishers. And it said some of them had taken credit facilities and loans to commit huge sums of money into the writing, development, assessment, and printing of samples of the textbooks which had been submitted to the GES. Now, this was said at the 45th annual general meeting of the GPA in Accra, and its president, Mr. Asari Kunedu Yeboah, he was the one um, speaking. He said since 20, he said in 2018, um, he said since a new curriculum was a new curriculum was developed for basic schools in 2018, the GS had not been able to purchase any textbooks, although the procurement processes started earlier this year. All right. Now, still with education, uh, the minister says that the budget is a sign of good things to come. Uh, for the country. He was speaking to journalists after parliamentary sittings and Dr. Duchin made a strong case to back his call for the support of the economic policy of the government for the year ending December 31, 2022. All right. Now, education, a final note, page 16 of the Daily Graphic. Um, The NSMQ final um, has been previewed here and it's uh, taking place in Kumasi. It's a three-way between Presec, Ketasco and Prempe College. Let's go to community development issues. There's a photo of uh, an excavator demolishing structures here in Accra. And the story by Anita Nyakuirin, she says that hundreds of illegal structures along the Glefe Lagoon near Dansuman in Accra were yesterday demolished by the Ablikuma West Municipal Assembly. The exercise which sought to protect the lagoon affected structures like wooden kiosks and metal containers. When the Ghanaian Times got to the scene at 7 a.m., excavators were on the ground demolishing the illegal structures. Affected residents were seen removing their items to safety, with others weeping over their demolished structures. Mm. It was a field day for scrap dealers who were scavenging for metals. But on this story, you go to places like Glefe, and ECG is extending power to them. Ghana is extending power to them. You go to Kumase, the um, Barakese enclave, which is supposed to be protected. People are building, Hmm. and we extend public services to them. We should deny those people public services mm. so that they don't encroach on places that will put the rest of us in so danger. We should encourage them to uh, set somebody up. has built in the waterway for the Barakese Dam, which provides half of Kumasi with water, mm. and a state utility sees that the person is enjoying their service, they should go and cut it. Why is Kaneshi flooding? Well, there's a, that's a, a feature written by Edmund Smith Asante, mm. and it talks about. Um, the flooding situation there, the person mm. is pointing out several reasons and it includes interviews with flood victims. Now, the background of the story or the context of the story was the one, uh, was, um, is, it is talking about the October 2 rain and that's where the, the feature begins. 
the person spoke to some people who had experienced flooding and all of that, and it mm. dives into the possible causes. Now, the story basically is looking at how even waste collection is contributing to flooding. You know, you know, Kanishi doesn't have proper drains, and the waste also ends up in the drains, clogs the drains, it floods, and people lose stuff. So, mm. what can we do? Should we give everybody a dustbin? Should we encourage proper waste collection? Should we resource? Aboboyas and the waste transfer centers, should we resource the waste management companies? It's it's a large thing because Kanishi flooding means businesses are being affected because they have for business. Let me tell you about Ghana Water. They are saying consumers in the central region owe them over 132 million CDs. Now, the Ghana Water Company in the central region has expressed worry over the huge debt owed by individuals and state institutions in the region. According to the company, the debt owed by customers as of October this year was 134 million CDs with 42 million alone being owned by owed by private individuals now the company lamented that its operations had been hampered because of these uh, debts page three daily guide um atuesian is featuring now the founder and uh, ceo of defunct capital bank william atuesian is said to be suffering from sleep apnea mm. a potentially serious sleep disorder in which one's breathing repeatedly stops and starts mr essian who is standing trial together with two other people for allegedly stealing money from the bank to the tune of 260 million cities which was bailout cash from the bog leading to its collapse is said to be suffering from a fluctuation in his blood pressure the accused was supposed to uh, continue his examination in chief after opening his defense on november 4 but the court presided over by justice eric che for a court of appeals judge sitting as an sitting as an additional high court judge was forced to adjourn the case after it came to his attention that mr essien was in disposal there's another paper that is warning mm -hmm. the lawyer that the judge says he will not tolerate any more delays. Any more delays in the matter. Okay. Let's go to the E-Levy. Mm. Luke says that E-Levy is a step in the right direction. But Grassard distances itself from yes. Luke's and stance. And the former finance minister, Mr. Seth Emmanuel Tekpe, is on page 4 of the finder. He says E-Levy needs serious rethink. Yep. Um, he said the mobile money sector is relatively new and that taxation of financial services under the new economy must focus on core financial services that have matured pwc ghana is also suggesting that receivers should be the ones to bear the cost of e-levy not the senders meanwhile abna osayasari is hinting at a review of the implementation strategy for the e-levy so deputy minister of finance abna osayasari has hinted that government may review the implementation strategy of the proposed e-levy speaking at deloitte economic dialogue webinar on the budget theme digitalization as a catalyst for economic recovery and growth i've been also i stress that government is indeed concerned about promoting a caste society as well as financial inclusion but at the same time government is concerned about raising revenue to reduce our dependence so we'll look at it that's what she said let me take you to the voter region mm. government support for agribusiness inadequate and the story is in the finder it says businessman senior hosi okay because <laughs> <laughs> Those days when they were doing the chamber, is that Mr. Kosi Honyo? Yeah, I was at that program. Kosi Honyo? Yeah, I was there. It was last Friday. Yeah, I can see you on the scene. Yeah, I was very seriously there. A very packed. So the Glover CEO is there. The CEO of Kawamoka, Emi Beth, is there. 
um, Maflix. Yes, that's uh, Kamasa. Felix Kamasa is also, also there. the senior Jose and Bernard moderating. Very important. So, senior Jose says that the government support for Ghana's agri sector is largely inadequate that's and true. unable to generate profitability for farmers mm -hmm. and investors engaged in agribusiness. Mm -hmm. With statistics from the Agri Ministry to buttress his point, Mr. Jose was of the view that the government has been inefficient in providing the necessary support for the sector in the past. Meanwhile, Fix the Country movement will demonstrate today against aspects of the budget, particularly the levies, and the demonstration comes off today. According to City Newsroom, the group would be escorted by the police and they would move uh, to Parliament House. So they will essentially start and end their demonstration with a petition to Parliament. According to one of the leaders, we are going to present a petition to the leadership of Parliament. We believe the executive has the power to propose, but Parliament is the only institution that has the power to impose. Hmm. And so we'll be following that demonstration and bringing you highlights. And whilst the um, they are preparing for that, Krobos have, have demonstrated against killer electricity bills. This was a few days ago. Yes. Residents of Somania in the eastern region on Monday poured onto the principal streets of the town to protest against what they described as killer electricity bills. Thousands of angry residents clad in red attires to demonstrate their level of seriousness and anger carried placards with instructions such as VRE is our compensation mm. and we will not pay bills, ECG move from Krobolands, among others. The demonstrators who were led by United Krobo Foundation, a pressure group, marched through some principal streets in some of the areas of the municipality as part of the protest. This mm. issue didn't start today. Exactly. When yeah. John Peter Amewu was uh, minister of the sector, I remember it happened mm -hmm. and he made some, some statements. In fact, back then he said if ECG didn't do their work, he would punish them. Mm. There are different agencies and stakeholders in this Krobo ECG VRE matter. Mm. And I think we should fix it. Let as me give you another story. Kwaboa Sinasol Abiana others to perform at the Matriarch's verse. Now, yeah, yeah, this is a big one. So, tonight, eh? apart from seven patrons with poetry, the Matriarch's verse by Apioko will also feature some amazing musicians at the second edition of a poetry event. Kwaboa Sinasol Abiana Bogoble and Bentuma and the Great Heritage Dance Ensemble will be performing at the program tonight at Kempinski Hotel in Accra. Other poets performing alongside Apioko are 100% Akambo and Chief Momin. Now, speaking to the Ghana Weekend TV, Apioko said uh, this year's show will be dedicated to addressing issues related to COVID-19. And then, so it's live at 8 p.m. at Kempinski. Akambo right. <laughs> Page 3 of the Herald says, Government orders BOG to pay 470,000 CDs mm. for President's hotel bills in the U.S. Mm. Now, the chief, the office of the chief of staff has ordered the Bank of Ghana to make a wire transfer of 73,395 US dollars into the account of Ghana's embassy in the US at a time when, at a time the government is pursuing people on mobile money transactions to fork out a whopping 1.7% as tax. Hmm. The amount is to take care of the president's scheduled stay at the Four Seasons Hotel in Atlanta from Monday, November 29 to December 2, 2021. We are told there's a new variant of COVID in South Africa and it has prompted the UK to come up with some flight bans. Now, the new coronavirus variant is the most significant scientists have discovered so far. A top health official from the UK says, scientists fear the variant known as B11529 could be more transmissible and better able to evade vaccines. Now, uh, the, the, because of the scientists say they are looking into what public health actions may limit the impact of this, the UK is rushing in strict travel restrictions for South Africa and five neighboring countries to halt the spread of the new strain. 
and then the belgian prime minister also saying that COVID surge is much worse than feared in their country alexander de crew says the spike they've seen exceeds the most pessimistic curves drawn last week by experts and so we have to be careful as we go about our activity let's do the editorial well the uh, um Herald's editorial says, How is Ekufado's travels a top secret when Sewa Bruni can take a selfie in the presidential jet? Hey. Other editorials. <laughs> the Ghanaian Times, resolve Boko conflicts to save lives. All right. Well, the Daily Guide's editorial also talks about Boko mm -hmm. and it says, Let peace return to Boko. Mm -hmm. The finder, parents, help your children to select senior high schools. All right. Okay. And the Daily Graphic says, Evans Odess achievement makes us very proud all right the chronicle interior ministries imposition of curfew on boko the context is evan so there was um the best teacher okay um yeah that's i think he was so he's a, a teacher yeah, teacher all right we'll end it here thank you nathan thank you kojo coming up next is the city business news this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation this is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. It's two minutes to seven. Getting ready for the City Business News brought to you by MTN. Happy holidays on MTN Fiber Broadband. Your season just got better. From now to the end of December, you can access all your exciting streaming content and online learning on our absolutely unlimited broadband for only 250 cities a month. So go on, enjoy the holidays on MTN Fiber Broadband. Browse, learn, do business. Chill with no hidden charges, no caps, no stress. So dial star 5057 hash, choose option 6, select our vacation unlimited offer and stay connected. Terms and conditions apply. Dream big with us, enterprise life. No matter how big your dreams are, we are help we are there to help you achieve them. Contact us on our line 0307088444. Let's guide you through the process of making life-changing decisions for your family and for yourself. You can also download the Enterprise Advantage app on Google Play Store or follow on our social media handles for more information. Enterprise Life, your advantage. And Goal has reduced fuel prices by a whopping 14 pesos. Oh yes. From 6.99 to 6.85. Elevate your goodness. Join a Goal Club today for more benefits. You can get free life insurance covered by my life insurance and also get to accrue points to fund a CSO project. Goil Good Energy. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Anita Kisimriku is joining us with the City Business News. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and Enterprise Life and powered by citybusinessnews.com. Let's go straight into our stories. Finance Minister Ken Ofori Atta says he is confident the targets and objectives in the 2022 budget are achievable. His assertion follows some concerns raised due to some aspects of the budget, like the reversal of discounts on the benchmark value of selected products and the introduction of the electronic transaction levy, among others. However, Mr. Ofori Atta believes the budget contains policies that can help better the fortunes of the country if they are supported. He has therefore called on the public to back the government in implementing these policies. The finance minister was speaking at a trade union congress economic dialogue. The past has taught us that we are at our best 
when the nation or the state works with the private sector to promote enterprise, social justice, and economic dynamism with labor in close heels with us. The budget thus represents a chance to sow the seed for comprehensive programs which will transform our economy and forever change our story. I am confident that the 2022 budget is achievable and will count on your further cooperation to get the word out and to spread a sense of hope and renewed resolve across our country. That we shall be sons of Issachar, knowing the times that we are in, the sacrifices that we have to bear, the shared burden that is important and makes Ghana different so that our common humanity is taken on board as we build for a greater nation. So as Roosevelt said in 1933, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. The visible hand of the state should work of labor to change the narrative and Ghana will be the better place for burden share. Finance Minister Ken Ofori as he's speaking there. Away from that, pupils of Hojove JHS in the home municipality will now have access to quality education in a serene environment after they received a modern three-units classroom block with an ICT lab. The project forms part of Carlbank and the Honam Foundation's program in offering educational assistance to deprived communities. Desmond Selassie Ago has more in this report. For every child to learn well, especially at the basic school level, that child needs a decent classroom, furniture, relevant books, and competent teachers, among others. Sadly, this has not been the case for some pupils in Hojove, in the home municipality of the Volta region. This classroom block, which serves as a JHS block, has been left in a dilapidated state for close to two decades. The situation over the years has led to some pupils moving to other schools in the municipality, while those who have no option continue to study here. To alleviate their plight, Kaobang, together with Honam Foundation have constructed a three-unit classroom block with an ICT lab to facilitate teaching and learning. Speaking in an interview with City Business News, Managing Director of Cowbank, Philip Oredu, said his outfit is determined to eliminate illiteracy in the country, hence the decision to put up a better structure for the pupils. We believe in the sustainable development goals and also helping society to be able to better themselves. Now, the sustainable development goals also indicate that education is part of the key developmental requirements for every society. So when this was brought to our attention and we saw the state in which the junior high school students in this community, the sort of, uh, I, refer, I refer to it as the infrastructure under which they were learning, obviously touched our hearts. So we were ready to help and partner with Honam Foundation to get this done. Founder of the Honam Foundation added that they are ready to help more communities and called for more funding. More funding and reach out to more people because when we were sharing the pictures on social media, more and more people kept sending us pictures of the conditions they are facing at other places. So we are hoping we reach to more communities if we get the funding. Founder of the Honam Foundation, praise Anani, ending that report. Let's now head over to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Markets, where banks trade amongst themselves 
Over there, the dollar is selling at 5 CDs, 91 pesos. It recorded no price change. The British pound lost 1 peso and is selling at 7 CDs, 88 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 6 CDs, 63 pesos. The Chinese won remained unchanged and is selling at 93 pesos. The South African rand is selling at 37 pesos. It recorded no price change. Be guided that these figures will, however, be much higher as a forex bureau near you. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for more on the topic, deciding how much risk to take when you invest. When you invest, you make decisions about how much risk to take. We call this risk tolerance, and it has two sides. One, how much risk you're willing to take based on your personal comfort level, and two, how much risk you are able to take based on your financial situation. There are several important questions to ask when you're determining your risk tolerance. They include... How long do you plan to invest? What is your investment goal? How much can you afford to lose and still be on track to hit your goal? Generally, the higher the potential investment return or reward, the higher the risk. Stocks or equity funds offer a potentially higher return, but they're also riskier. If you've purchased a stock listed on the Ghana Stock Exchange and the company is unsuccessful and goes bankrupt, you could lose all your money. But if they're successful, you could see higher returns. With an equity mutual fund, your risk is spread out a bit more because the fund is investing in multiple companies at the same time and so the likelihood of all companies underperforming is reduced. At DataBank, our team is here to help you learn more about investing. So invest wisely. Invest with DataBank. That's was Gillian Hammer of DataBank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and Enterprise Life and powered by citybusinessnews.com. I am Anita Kisimweku. Do have a good business day. I nearly gave up on driving out of frustration. What hadn't I done? Purging, replacing electrical parts, changing my fuel pump, and still, the engine noise in my car won't stop. Then I met this guy who said I should try Goyle Fuel. Uh, uh, by the way, my name is Thomas. I did try Goyle Super XP Ron 95. Now my car is renewed. Yankongwa! Goyle stocks only higher grade fuels, further enriched with XP3, multifunctional enhancer, more efficient, eco-friendly, and at no extra cost. Available at every Goyle station. Ajibebia. Goyle Super XP Ron 95 and Diesel XP. Higher grade fuels. Excellent for modern engines and all vehicles. Goyle. Good energy. Yayadim. When you can be anything, who will you become? When you can go anywhere and never feel alone, how far will you go? When you have the means to make your dreams real, when will you start? When your voice can reach every ear, who will you inspire? When your money can travel faster and further than you ever could, where will you send it? When you can tell a story in every language, which ones will you tell? When nothing can stop you, and everyone's behind you, and And the the whole whole world world awaits awaits you. Don't go alone. Go with us. Everywhere Everywhere you you go.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Alright. Alright, so a week ago today I was in the Volta Regional Capital of Ho and uh, one of the things that struck me was the number of made in Ghana things exhibited at the fair. So the fair was at the stadium and you could tell that a lot of people were trying hard. So different kinds of shito, mm-hmm. different kinds of rice. Mm-hmm. I saw furniture makers. Mm-hmm. Shoe. I saw shoes. Mm-hmm. A lot of agri equipment. I saw a company that was doing cassava. They were using cassava to do ethanol. Lots of very exciting things. And one of the things that exhibitors were telling me was that they needed more patronage. They needed more people to buy because they didn't have you know apart from the fair mm-hmm. a lot of people can't find them they can't advertise they don't have money to go on and on that type of thing so i feel as christmas approaches we have to find a way of going back to giving prominence to some of these are made in ghana people yeah so i don't know what you have in store for me today you know we've had that discussion already okay. and we've promised um listeners and smes that christmas will give them the attention again we'll give them the christmas yes okay. um the business edition will give them the attention so okay Today, we'll revisit a com- conversation about made in Ghana. Fantastic. Um, made in Ghana on the shelves, made in Ghana in the market mm-hmm. to give us the foundation mm-hmm. for the interviews we'll be having from next week onwards. Mm-hmm. So, I'm taking you back to Michael Koto on okay. the made in Ghana reports they did. Fantastic. The suggestions he had and the things we must do mm. to make made in Ghana the preferred choice. Mm. Then, from next week, we'll have the made in Ghana conversation. So, if you are listening to us, you make anything in Ghana, just tweet at CT973 right now, right? Mm-hmm. Hashtag CTCBS, hashtag Made in Ghana, uh, Made in Ghana Christmas. Mm. Just tweet the things you do. We'll find you. We'll find a way of... We'll profile you and find a way of putting you out there. So Amazing. hashtag CTCBS, hashtag Made in Ghana Christmas. Mm. Just tell us what you do, mm. and then from next week onwards, we'll be giving you the platform. So the City Business Edition is brought to you by Vodafone. With Vodafone Too Much Business, you have the best mobile plan on the market that gives your business the best value. This means you have the flexibility to choose voice, data, and SMS packages that suit your business's size and ambitions. Get more minutes for Vodafone to Vodafone calls and calls to other networks. Data and SMS in one complete mobile package. You can take your business to the next level with Vodafone Too Much Business. SMS start to 507 or email vodafonebusiness.gh at vodafone.com. Vodafone, together we can. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Please wait. Please wait, please wait, don't 
Welcome to the City Business Edition. My name is Kojo Akutubwating. This morning, I'm talking to a guest that a lot of you know. Um, he's been a regular panelist and a regular resource person on City FM and City TV when it comes to our business programming. And he has a lot of insights into business uh, policy. His name is Michael Koto. He is the managing partner at the international advisory firm he's a management consultant and policy expert with more than 13 years experience advising local corporates in 2019 ctfm and cctv worked with confidence on the made in ghana reports now they worked on a report which revealed that only 18 percent of goods sold in ghana's leading supermarkets are made in ghana now they looked at 23 product categories with high local production potential and in the end game supermarket topped the made in ghana ranking now this report got us to react and we had a series of shows to promote made in ghana if you remember um ctfm launched the made in ghana rice campaign we also did a lot of activation uh, to create awareness about made in ghana brands now, there is a latest update by Confidence, and this um, latest Confidence Made in Ghana report gives us insights as to the changes, the gains, and some of the losses we've made um, when it comes to Made in Ghana products getting prime shelf space in the various um, leading supermarkets. And Michael is going to talk to us about the reports, what this is stated in the reports, the changes we've seen and how the market is adjusting to made in ghana and how we can also use the opportunities within the space to create more value for ghana michael welcome to the city business edition i could just thank you very much it's always a pleasure to join you so you 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 did the first made in ghana report in june um in, in july 2019 i remember it was published on the first of july 2019 and back then, the report didn't look good that only 18% of goods sold in Ghana's leading supermarkets are made in Ghana. How have things changed since then? Well, Kaju, you, you, you're right. In 2019, when we launched the first edition of the survey, uh, we looked at the leading supermarkets in Accra. And by definition, that should also mean the leading supermarkets in Ghana. And as you rightly pointed out, 18% uh, is the, was the percentage recorded back in 2019. When we looked at uh, over 20 product categories across uh, about eight or so leading supermarkets uh, in, in the city. This year, we decided to do an update, actually last year. So the survey, the update survey was done in December 2020. It was done to coincide with the Christmas shopping period. So we were keen to try to see how things have changed since we did the first survey in 2019. But we were especially keen to see how Christmas shopping benefits 
stated the different categories of producers of made in Ghana products vis-a-vis -vis foreign uh, products that uh, dominate our shelves. This year's survey, uh, this year's report based on the 2020 December survey shows that there has been some improvement. So we recorded 26% made in Ghana in the, in the December 2020 survey compared to 18% made in Ghana in the, in, in the 2019 survey. So there's been an improvement in the share, overall share of made in Ghana products from 18% to 26%. So that's good news, that's progress. Um, however, it's still not good enough. So in the report, we refer to it as a bittersweet picture, meaning that the sweet part is that we've seen some progress, which means that more and more made in Ghana products are making their ways onto the shelves. The bitter part is that 26% is still very low uh, across when you look at the, the 19 product categories, and I'll, I'll, I'll come to the categories in a bit, but this is the overall picture that we, we established. Uh, there are a couple of trends that we've noticed over the last two surveys, and I'll talk about them. There are a couple of product areas where we compared the 2019 to the 2020 survey, and we've seen improvements in many, many, many parts, and I'll talk about them. But overall, it's a bittersweet picture. We've seen progress. There's a slight improvement from 18% to 26%, but we still think that 26% is still significantly low, and we've, we've still got a long way to go. Now, did this survey look at the volumes of the products or the values of the products? So if we say um, last year, 18% um, of goods sold in Ghana's leading supermarkets were made in Ghana, and it's increased to 26%. Are we looking at the value? So if it's 1 billion Ghana cities worth of goods sold in Ghana, does this mean that 180 million in value of that were made in Ghana goods, or we are looking at the various item categories? We're looking at volumes. Uh, we're looking at the various categories in volumes. So in total, we, we surveyed a total of 7,983 brands across the 19 product categories. Okay. And out of the 7,983 brands that were surveyed, uh, 5,943, which is 74%, were foreign brands. And 2,040, uh, which represents 26%, were made in Ghana brands. Now, uh, let me just quickly mention the supermarkets that were surveyed because I think that's important for the benefit of listeners. Uh, 11 supermarkets in total were surveyed. We looked at ShopRite at Accra Mall, Game at Accra Mall, Palace Supermarket at Spintex, Koala at Osu, Maxmat at 37, Citidia at La, Malcolm at North Kaneshi, Marina Mall at Airport, China Mall at Spintex, Bachona Total at Bachona, and Airport Shell at Airport. Now, in the 2019 survey, we did not have Bachona Total, Airport Shell, and China Mall. So these are new uh, additions to the list of supermarkets that were uh, surveyed uh, this time around. And the 19 product categories that we looked at, and these are broad product categories. So I'm just gonna go back quickly over the list. We have water, 
eggs, fruit and vegetables, spreads, beverage powder and tea, spices, sugar and salt, sanitary products, milk and dairy, soaps and detergents, cereals and grains, beauty and cosmetics, cooking oils, condiments and sauces, meat, fish and seafood, drinks, and by this alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks, plastics and, and, and styrofoams, utensils and cutlery, noodles and pasta, biscuits and confectionaries. These were the 19 broad product categories that we looked at and in, within each of these product categories we had uh, different product breakdowns. Uh, but back to your question, yes, we looked at volumes uh, as opposed to value. Interesting. So let's let's now go through the the, the findings. Um, Seven thousand nine hundred and eighty-three brands. Um, Five thousand nine hundred and forty-three, representing seventy-four percent, were foreign brands, with two thousand and forty being made in Ghana brands. Can you take us through the performance and and the data that you collected? Which which brands or which categories um, um, performed better? Uh, compared to their foreign categories, um, were there any um, categories that did well in the previous survey that improved? Were there any categories that did well in the previous survey that dipped? Um, how did everything uh, pan out based on the work you did? Well, uh, overall, uh, if you look at all the categories, uh, water, um, was the best performing uh, category of made in Ghana products, uh, with 60% of all the water on sale being made in Ghana. Uh, that was followed by eggs, with 55% made in Ghana. Fruits and vegetables, 52% uh, made in Ghana. And spreads, uh, were 44.7% made in Ghana. The, the worst performing categories were biscuits and confectionaries, that was 6% made in Ghana. Noodles and pasta was 6% made in Ghana. Utensils and cutlery was 7% made in Ghana. Um, the, we noticed a very surprising uh, outcome in the data with regards to eggs. And we considered that the upsets of, of the year because in the 2019 survey, 93% of all eggs that were surveyed were locally produced. In the current survey, that number has reduced from 93% to 55%, which was, which was striking. But once we considered what could be the reasons for this sharp drop in the percentage of made in Ghana eggs, we realized that in the last quarter of 2020, uh, this is around the same period when we did the survey, there was a widely reported uh, shortage of poultry feeds uh, by local poultry farmers, if you remember. There's I remember a, that story. Back then. Yes. And then maize prices so also went up within that same period. Maize, maize prices also went up. And we're seeing this in the data because it just didn't make sense that in the previous survey, 93% of all eggs on sale were made in Ghana. This time around, it had reduced to 55%. So that, that was a very striking finding. But Overall, some of the trends we noticed in the two surveys, um, number one, uh, fruit and vegetables are generally still the best performing, uh, uh, the most dominant uh, products as far as made in Ghana products are concerned. If you look at 
you know, of the 19 uh, ca product categories, uh, uh, majority of them, over 50% of them are fruits or fruit and vegetables. Now, uh, if you look at the performance of the, of, of the 19 categories overall, only three categories, water, eggs, fruit and vegetables, have more than 50%, 50% made in Ghana. If you put uh, all the supermarket survey together as an aggregate, only three of the product categories. The rest of all the product categories have less than 50% made in Ghana share. So that's something very noteworthy. However, this is at the broad uh, product level. Once we go into individual products, we do have some products that have a significant share of made in Ghana. And I'm just going to quickly go through some of them. Okay. Um, number one is, uh, and, 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 and the list that I'm going to go through are products that have more than 50% made in Ghana. So you've got palm oil, obviously, 100%, all of it made in Ghana. Margarine is a little over 80% made in Ghana. Uh, powdered cocoa is almost 80% made in Ghana. Um, yogurt is over 70% made in Ghana. Uh, if you look at toilet tissue, it's a little over 50% made in Ghana. Um, if you look at another category, honey, honey is a little over 50% made in Ghana. So these, these are examples of products that are individual products uh, where we have over 50% made in Ghana. I, I'm going to go through another set of products where we, we perform very poorly. And again, these are like individual products where we, we, we recorded less than 15% made in Ghana. I'm just going to go through and some of the, the products on this list may shock you. Toffees and candy. Wow. It's less than 10% less than made in Ghana. Toffees and um, candy. Yes. Interesting. Jams, jams and marmalade, less than 10% made in Ghana. And, and this is surprising because over 50% 50, over 50 of all the fruits and vegetables are made in Ghana. But if you take a product like jams and marmalade, which is a byproduct of, of fruits and vegetables, we're less than 10%. So we're not doing a lot of local, local value addition. Yeah. There's an opportunity there. If you take sauces, less than 10%. Biscuits, less than 10%. Um, spirits, we do a lot of spirits, alcoholic, you know, beverages, spirits in this country. Yeah. But less than 10% of them in the malls are made in Ghana. If you take uh, juices, if you take juices, um, we're just about 10% mm. of all the juices are made in Ghana. Oh. If you take match steaks, match steaks, just about 11% of match steaks are made in Ghana. Um, and if you take vegetable oil, um, vegetable cooking oil, um, we have just about 11% being made in Ghana. So, so that's a classic example. If you take the palm oil, 100% of the palm oil is made in Ghana. But if, if you take the vegetable cooking oil, just about 10%, a little over 10%, is made in Ghana. So that reflects a broader trend that we've observed in the two surveys that has to do with value addition. Majority of the products where Made in Ghana producers are doing fairly well are on processed goods, right? Yeah. Whereas we do relatively poorly when it comes to products that have significantly higher levels of value addition. 
And the case of palm oil versus vegetable cooking oils is a classic example. And so the report clearly shows that we need to improve value addition um, to our products. I am going to, to, go, to go over a few trends that, that, that were very notable in the, in the two. Number one, um, we've noticed a deepening trend of what we call Ghananization of imported products. So we noticed a trend that was very prominent uh, when you look at vegetable cooking oils, tomato paste, canned fish, for example. You would see products that carry a native Ghanaian local brand identity. Yeah. Which will suggest that it's a locally made product. But once you look at the place of manufacture, it's a foreign product. And that was a very, very deepening trend that we've noticed. Increasingly, a lot of local suppliers are getting smart. They're branding the products with local brand identity but the products are completely 100% foreign made and imported. All they've done is just paste a local brand identity on it. And, 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 and increasingly products like this may convey a false sense of Ghanaian identity, but it's actually a foreign product. And, and that's a trend that's grown between the two surveys. And, and it's very prominent around cooking oils, tomato paste, canned fish, and rice to some extent. So for people like me who always try to look out for made in Ghana products, if I don't take care, I might buy a certain product because it bears an indigenous brand feature, which exactly. may end up not being made in Ghana, but imported, but branded for the Ghanaian market. Exactly. 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 Now, the other end of that spectrum, we have a lot of products that are labeled made in Ghana. But if you look at the local value addition component, it's actually very, very little. So... We noticed this trend in 2019. We've noticed it again in the 2020 survey. Um, you have products that have very little local value addition. It's the, the examples of these products are sugar, and sugar, salt, and oats. A lot of these products that are sold uh, are simply imported and, and packaged locally with very little local value addition. Majority of the, of the value addition, over 90% of it is actually foreign made. And so, again, it might create an impression that we, we have a lot of locally produced products in this category. Um, the local value addition is actually very, very little. I'm, I'm, we, I'm, also, I'm also aware that even um, tomato mix, a lot of the companies would bring in large volumes of the raw material because um, they get tax incentives um, um, when they do that. And yes. then they bring it to Ghana to just do the packaging and slap made in Ghana on them. So we need to check all those things to get the right value for the economy. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so these are some of the trends. Another trend we've noticed is that a lot of the unprocessed products, um, if you take your fruits and vegetables, for example, even though they are, a lot of them are unprocessed, we were impressed to see that a lot of Ghanaian producers are beginning to add value, even to their unprocessed products. And there are two main forms of value addition that we, we noticed. They are beginning to pre-cut the products and package them. So if you take a lot of the um, unprocessed, they are not processed, but they've been cut nicely and packaged nicely to improve packaging. And, and, and that's a form of value addition that makes the products more competitive. And we've noticed uh, a lot of that trend and we think is encouraging. 
Um, and, and so, so these are a few of the trends that we noticed. Uh, we also noticed a trend with regards to pricing. You know, in twenty in the 20, 2019 survey, we did a pricing comparison, and no, and noticed that seventy three percent of the products uh, for which we compared prices in seventy three percent of products made in Ghana products were cheaper, which was one of the most striking findings from the twenty nineteen survey. So we, we did the same thing again in, in the 2020 survey. And we noticed that that huge pricing advantage for made in Ghana products has shrunk. So this time around, the pricing differentials between local products and foreign products in the product uh, uh, for which we did a comparison has, it's, it's more even now. So we no longer have that overwhelming pricing advantage that we saw for made in Ghana products. Um, so so that's, that's another interesting trend. We're not sure why, uh, but it just so happens that this time around, we see very little pricing differentials. The good thing though, is that made in Ghana products are still uh, relatively competitive in that sense, in terms of pricing. They are not um, unduly more expensive. It's just that we've noticed that the huge pricing advantage that we noticed in 2019 is no longer exist. So that's something to note, take note of. We'd like to see in the next survey what's really going on with regards to, to pricing. I've seen something which is really interesting. So the 2019 survey had cosmetics and beauty products at 6%. It was actually bottom three with rice and soaps and detergents. So soaps and detergents um eight percent of all that were on the shelves were made in ghana rice was six percent cosmetics and beauty products six percent but the 2021 um, um survey shows that we've made gains in those three areas as well for example cosmetics and beauty products we have about 31 32 percent uh, made in ghana products on the shelves now soaps and detergents also has crossed the 30 percent mark and i noticed that this time you put rice in cereals and grains and also looking at a figure above 30 percent so we've seen these three are also back to back in the middle they've moved from the bottom to the middle we know what has accounted for the growth of these categories so we're still trying to figure out what's driving these trends it's not very clear yet we did not uh, cover those issues in the survey. But like you note, it's fascinating uh, because we noticed an improvement in 13 of the 19 categories. So there has been an improvement in the Made in Ghana share in 13 of the 19 product categories. So overall, there's an improvement. And some of the products you've mentioned have seen improvements. And I think that we would like to continue to monitor the trend and in the next survey, we're going to be talking to some of the local producers. Uh, part of the reasons we're sure has to do with the increasing competitiveness of, of, of overall quality, but also the quality of packaging by Ghanaian producers, which is also a trend that we have noticed over the last two surveys. Packaging used to be a big challenge for local producers. Over the, over, over, the, over the years. Uh, but you would, you would acknowledge, Kojo, that increasingly, if you, if you walk into our shops, 
there are some products that you pick up, especially in the cosmetics segments. And you'll be amazed to see the quality and beauty of packaging. Yeah. So that's an area where Ghanaian producers are increasingly doing very, very well. And I, I believe that uh, a lot of that, a lot of the improvements that we're seeing has to do with the improvements in the quality of packaging and branding. So that's one. I also think that it's a general um, awareness uh, around Made in Ghana that's improving overall. I mean, CTFM, you guys uh, were fantastic uh, with, with the Made in Ghana rice promotions that you did. And I think that increasingly that sense of awareness is beginning to uh, cut across many product segments. So I think a lot more uh, people are, are going into uh, shops and they are consciously looking for supermarket for, for Made in Ghana products. For example, people are beginning to be more health conscious. So if you take a lot of cosmetic products, for example, I'm aware that more and more people increasingly are looking for natural uh, cosmetic products. Um, and, and, and they go consciously looking for this. And a lot of these happen to be made in Ghana. If you take poultry products, for example, increasingly a lot more people want to eat local poultry meat um, rather than imported ones. So there's, 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 a, there's a growing consciousness amongst Ghanaian shoppers. And I think some of that is driving uh, the improvements that we're seeing. But I think I, I would also give some credit, I think, to some of the supermarkets. And I think that we, we have to acknowledge that they are also opening their doors and increasingly welcoming Ghanaian products and brands onto their shelves, even though we still have a long way to go and they could do, they could do way, way better. Um, so these are some of the general uh, reasons that we can cite. It would take a much more detailed research and survey talking to a lot more of the local producers to really understand what may be behind uh, the improvements that we're seeing in the share of Made in Ghana product. Thank you, Michael. Um, and that brings us to the end of the City Business Edition. I was talking to Michael Koto, Managing Partner at Confidence, an international advisory firm. Uh, on the Made in Ghana reports, I'm um, carrying out surveys in the leading supermarkets to see how um, Made in Ghana products are doing. And we just discussed um, the 2020 report and picked some insights also from the 2019 report to give us a sense of where we are as a people, where we can get to if we, if we dedicated ourselves to buy Made in Ghana and promote Made in Ghana and the value we can create from the Made in Ghana economy. It's been great talking to you, Michael. Thank you also for listening. The City Breakfast Show with Bernard and the rest of the team continues. Please wait. Please wait. Please wait until I get my new car. Please wait until I find my real side. I'm gonna get me some love for somebody My girl Sweet girl My girl I can see all your joy I can see the Unleashing the power of relevant radio This is City 97.3 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Benjamin Nketiah here with the Friday edition of Kickoff. And Kickoff is proudly brought to us by Santor Energy and Leshego. In the headlines, Glatting Awako reveals reason behind his heart of folk hiatus. Accra Asante Kotoko set to maintain their 100% record on uh, match week 5 of the Ghana Premier League. And in the EPL, Chelsea clash with Manchester United at Stamford Bridge. <music> Let's begin with some national team news and technical director of the Ghana Football Association, Bernard Lepert, believes Ghana has a good chance of qualifying to the World Cup in Qatar. Ghana booked the spot in the final playoff round after beating South Africa in the group decider. According to Lepert, that performance gives him hope that the Black Stars have what it takes to make it to the global showpiece. The last match gave me a lot of hope because we all know that we have good football players in our country. But the, the teamwork, the togetherness, this suffering for each other, this passion, I saw really only in the last match. And we, if we can transform it to our playoffs, I'm sure we can do it. I'm absolutely sure. It works only with teamwork and with passion and with fighting spirit. And if we can bring this to the field, I'm, I'm almost sure that we can compete with these with this other top teams in Africa also. GFA Technical Director Bernard Lippert speaking there to some club news and to the camp of Accra Hatterfolk and their midfielder Glatton Awako has opened up on the reason for his long absence from the team since signing in August. Awako, who is yet to make an appearance for Haas this season, only returned to training on Tuesday after being absent for over two months citing personal problems. The former Great Olympics captain in his first public interview since his long absence blamed his no-show on a battle with an upset stomach. When I joined, I, I wasn't well. Before God, I wasn't well, which my teammates, they are all aware. Uh, the, um, the, the team manager was aware as well. The coaches, they were all aware that I wasn't well because I was having serious running stomach and other things, which um, um, I asked for permission from, um, from the from the club and they, they granted me the permission to go and, um, and, and treat myself. Uh, I don't believe there's any other things that, um, um, like poor people were saying, they were, they, were, they were totally different. Myself, I've not been able to say anything since these uh, uh, spe speculations came out that I said this, Gladstone said that. I've never ever said I had this, maybe I'm, I'm having these problems, I'm going through this and that. I've never said anything. So I'm sorry, I don't know where all these speculations were coming from. 
So you had a crowd heart of folks glatting Awako speaking there. Let's move on to the game uh, fixtures for March week five. Wafa take on Great Olympics in Sogakope. There's Bibiani Gold Stars versus Accra Lions. There's Eleven Wonders versus Elmina Sharks Pichim. United take on Dreams FC. RTU take on Ascold. Asante Kotoko will seek to make it five wins in five when they travel to Enyinase to take on Karela FC. Kim Faisal take on Mediama and Legon Cities will be at home when they welcome Adriana Star. So that's what's going on uh, as far as the Ghana Premier League is concerned. Let's get to some Premier League news. And Ralph Randnick, German uh, tactician, is set to be appointed as interim Manchester United manager until the end of the season. He will succeed Olegan Associa, who left the club this month. And after his initial six-month spell in charge, the German will take on a consultancy role with the club for a further two years. So Ralph Randnick uh, has been or is said to be named interim boss of Man United. Let's get to the fixtures for game week 13. Arsenal take on Newcastle. Crystal Palace will be up against Aston Villa. Liverpool welcome Southampton to Anfield. There's Brighton versus Leeds United. There's Brentford versus Everton. Burnley take on Tottenham. Leicester take on Watford. Manchester City will be up against West Ham and Chelsea will face Manchester United in the top liner for the weekend. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lechego and Santo Energy. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is the City Breakfast Show.
Four minutes past eight, 97.3 City FM. Happy birthday to Honorable Fuswa Samoa, aka Asparo, Executive Secretary of the National Labor Commission, on the management and staff of the commission. Happy birthday to Noble Bediako, MD of MC Bauchemi. MC Bauchemi. From the entire team, you're an amazing boss, a mentor, and a friend. We thank God every day for your life. This is coming from myself and the city team as well. We're doing some great work with MC Ghana. Happy birthday to our dearest husband, Kofi, of being a bro of University of Ghana, Elsa, Kobe, and Sonia. We say we love and appreciate you so much. Have a blessed new year. Coming from Senna Yeboah. And to the executive secretary of the Labour Commission, this one is coming from a different person. From the sweet family of agencies under the Ministry of Employment and Labour. May the Lord increase our anointing upon you. And his grace to improve your life. Coming from El um, Ankara and the team. It will be 
Uh, this one says, Happy birthday to my dear wife, Ifwa Sapon of GGBL. The message is, you make the world more beautiful just by being in it. Thank you for all the love and light you bring into my life and the love in raising our son. Enjoy the day to the fullest. That's coming from Alfred Sapon of Multi-Choice Ghana. So from Alfred to his wife, Ifwa Sapon. Soba. Soba, lo. Ade, soba. But now let me say happy birthday to Matheson or being a J of Vodafone Cash. Today is his birthday. He's a big man at Vodafone Cash. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Obi and Jazz, today is your birthday, dear. Mm. My cash in flow. Good year, sir. My name is Sir Clement Atin Wari Akapam. KSG. Today is your birthday. We thank God for good health and blessings. Coming in from Joe. From Sydney. Lorna. Cindy. Myla Ann and Nathan Ivan. <laughs> no KSG. <laughs> I'm sure it's a night or something. <laughs> Sir Clement Atinwari. So he's the Clement Akapam senior. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's Clement's dad. He's a he's a council's father. No, he's a large one. No, he's, he's too big. No, yeah. I don't even have the English word. Charlie, he's humongous. He's he's, he's a, the Leviathan of a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a major he's a major man in the yeah. system. Charlie. So listen, look, look, the people dedicating you know, Joe, Sydney, Lorna, Cindy, mm-hmm. Myla, and mm-hmm. Wenjin Trim. Oh, too much. <laughs> no, 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 the man is big. <laughs> and he's wearing some hats, be night of the something. <laughs> he has a picture of him. Oh, no, he's just a big man. Yeah. Younger. Then I 
10 minutes past 10 minutes past 8 request on the birthday side brought to you by creamy plus evaporated milk takes you back to original taste of evaporated milk a great compliment to your tea your coffee your gary soakings your mask and your cereals jazz up your nightcap with creamy plus start your day it's gentle on the stomach creamy plus available at all girl shops shell shops but you're total other supermarkets in your neighborhood and there's a final request from me going out to charity Selom um from oj and for myself happy birthday to you charity you love the city breakfast show mm. and happy birthday to you and the related one to victor mcpherson buffo aka minkrofo azay well we warned you about the motorway today quite a number of people are sending comments about the traffic at the, in our 6 a.m news there was a story that a truck which was loaded had overturned on its side and that there had to be a detour through the axle load center because i'm hearing people talking about the level of traffic on the motorway it's occasioned by the accident and there's also a report that um, this week quite a number of people have been knocked down around the towboat area. Why the cars are speeding too much? Yes, and the people psychologically are not used to cars speeding around that place. Mm. Um, for, for example, this message says someone has been knocked down and killed by a vehicle on the crowdbound side of the motorway at Shyman Underbridge, causing traffic all the way to Tamaranabout. Another says, I'm reliably informed that this is the fourth time this week. Mm. Two others were knocked down around the tow boat on Wednesday, according wow. to some hawkers. Wow. And they say people are not used to the cars passing at such speeds on this stretch since they were previously filtered by the tow gates. So, patience is the issue. Although I'm told the traffic on the motorway has started from the tow booth all the way towards Accra. So, apparently, KSG is Night of St. Gregory. Oh, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> the night of Saint Gregory. The only Gregory I know is the reggae singer Gregory Isaacs. <laughs> Christmas came early at the Shell Savings and Loans. Our payroll loans are exciting, and you can get yours from now till 17 December. And yourself free shopping vouchers to make your Christmas enjoyable. Apply at webappforms.lesheho.com or call 0302208333. The show who lets improve life. And don't forget that SIM card registration is ongoing. To register down star 404 hash, follow the prompt note. You'll be required to send your name, your Ghana card pin, your first name, your date of birth, and your gender. Don't forget to get your digital address before you visit your agent or customer care center. 
you can also call 0800-110622 or visit the NCA social media pages on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn. This announcement is brought to you by Ketty of Vodafone. And let Mastercard take you on a priceless journey into the fresh, colorful, and exciting world of dining. Awaken your senses when you take a big, juicy bite out of exclusive culinary offers and taste the passion put into making unforgettable meals when you help support small businesses by dining local. Bring your taste buds to life with Mastercard and start something priceless. Now, do you want a bank that helps you achieve your wealth priorities? At Stanchart, your priorities get their priority. They know you want to grow and protect your wealth. They help you achieve this with expert advice, local and global opportunities. So please speak to Stanchart on 023 300 0650 or 020 222 or visit sc.com priority to learn more. Standard Chartered, here for good.
So what kind of Chris what kind of Christmas are we expecting? It's something ten minutes past eight on the city break for sure. Yesterday I was asking you which of the two taxes was gonna affect people's pockets more. And the jury is still out there. Whether it's fuel or momo. <laughs> They didn't give me the chance to comment about this. Oh, you had um, wanted to comment on it? Yes, I had wanted to. Mm. Um, I will comment about it, but if you don't mind, just give me 30 seconds. Oh, you have one minute. If, one if minute. I have 10 minutes, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Gridco. Mm-hmm. ECG. Mm-hmm. Gridco. V- VRE. Let me leave VRE out, Seth. Okay, Gridco and because ECG. Because they are power producers. VRE is just a power producer, so you can't put them in this mm. you can't put only only vr on the spotlight but gridco mm-hmm. ecg mm. energy ministry mm-hmm. these three institutions please christmas is coming mm. christmas without reliable electricity in kumase <coughs> is christmas kumase's economy will not benefit from why is there doom so what's going on What's happening there? There are people listening to us on Orange FM 107.9. You should, should tell us what's happening. If we can have a targeted phony segment and ask only Kumasi people to call us. But if they don't have power, how can they get in touch? Could they have mobile phones? They charge with different... But you can't listen to the radio without power. Oh, some of them do have... It's, 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 it's not like... So what's the problem with Kumasi power? One, for years, mm-hmm. the voltage in Kumasi has not been stable. It's not a new thing? If you read the various energy supply plants that energy commission and Greco publishes every year mm-hmm. you see that there is a recommendation for investment in transmission to kumase and or siting of a power plant in kumase to balance the power mm. you can check any of the energy supply plants i have read them mm-hmm. so that is there so if you remember some time ago i think napo or somebody said that plants are underway to site um a plant in kumase to ensure that um the power is balanced and whatever whatever technical terms they used that's number one number mm-hmm. two when that issue happened and ghana went off you remember the tra- transmission line problem and ghana went off mm-hmm. it's being fixed it's not being fixed totally it means that ecg grid core are not so, uh, are not able to deliver power to the people of kumasi consistently and regularly but i don't think anybody has taken steps to really engage the people and let them know that the problem still persists between this time and that time you don't have power are you saying so that appropriately the, there is no um generation from kumasi in the central belt so all our power no is no no, no, no. We, we, we don't generate any electricity there to the best of my knowledge really these are the points we are generating electricity when it comes to hydro akosombo mm-hmm. and the pong dam and then Bui. and then you go to Bui. those are the main hydro Bui stations Buis in B around the, the Bolibamboy area, mm-hmm. and then you come down south. Mm-hmm. We produce power in the Tema enclave and t- the Takradi enclave. So the Tamakbo enclave, and, and this the power enclave. is then transmitted by Gridco to Kumasi. Okay. So what about the north? So they also get their power from the north is served by the um, Northern Electricity Company, Netco. So we have VRE, we mm-hmm. have Netco. Netco okay, okay. basically okay, takes care of the north. Mm-hmm. Now, what is happening is that I, I'll read some of the things from the um, um, National Electricity Supply Plan. Mm. And Kumasi's economy between 20, 2006, thereabouts, to 2017, 2013, was the fastest growing economy in the, in the country. 
Are you sure? Yes, the fastest growing regional block economy. So you compare Accra economy, Kumasi economy. Don't let me bring the tax matter again. No? Yes, so <laughs> the 2020 <laughs> electricity <laughs> supply plan. Uh-huh. Kumasi voltages were below limits for the first half of the year 2019. Mm. The low voltages were largely due to poor customer load power factors and the relatively long circuit distance from generating plants. Mm. Kumasi voltage profiles, however, improved following the commissioning of the Abuazi Aomaso 330 kV transmission line. Okay. This is 2020 electricity supply plan. I can take you to mm. um, some of the old ones. So basically... Is the distance from where the power is generated to where it's finally received that makes it unstable? That was one of the problems. So they need new transmission lines. Yes. And they probably also need new generations we within need, that we, area. We need to consider to that. shorten the distance of transmission. We definitely need to consider that. Mm. Because Kumasi was an industrial hub. And they say, the foundations <laughs> for industrialization in Kumasi are still there. If we put in place the right environment, I'm sure Kumasi can bounce back and be a main hub for manufacturing and a main hub, a main hub for trading. Kumasi people have been complaining that their power has not been stable over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, general low voltage issues too are known to the industry and to the market. As Christmas approaches, if we cannot solve the problem, mm-hmm. we must communicate to the people that even if we can give them a schedule, let's give them a schedule. Because mm-hmm. look, nightlife mm-hmm. in Kumasi for so Christmas okay, will let be let big. Let me understand something. If the problem is because of a transmission line that's having challenges, would, would they be able to give you a schedule? Because that means they are not really sure. It's not like they are managing they, they, load on the basis of generation. Be. They should be. They Even should with be. The, the transmission issue. Because I, I, I'm not an expert in the energy sector, but if you look at the National Interconnected Transmission System, the NITS, right? Mm-hmm. There are redundancies that are in place. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I assume. So whilst we are working on this, there are lines we can fall on. And the technicians know what to do and what to communicate. At least, if you are going to work on a line at this point and you, you are going to switch it off, you can communicate that period to the people that between maybe this time and th- that time, you, you won't have power. The statement <coughs> we've seen suggests that between 6 p.m. and 11 p.m., they, don't, they won't be getting power. Mm. But if you go to Kumasi right now, it's not 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. They don't have power at almost all times of the day. It's, it's just erratic. You go to this area and they have power small. You go to that area and they have power small. You go to this area, they have power small. You go to that area, they have power small. And it's, it's, it's a place of a population of over 5 million. Mm-hmm. It's a big industrial hub. There's a lot that happens with electricity availability. Mm. And if this is happening and the people don't know how to deal with it, they don't have the information as to how to plan their lives, how to plan their businesses. Mm -hmm. If I'm running a manufacturing company right now, I should be able to be told that within the next two weeks, Mm -hmm. you don't have power regularly. Then I'll find money to go and buy the 6.9 Ghana CD per liter fuel to come and power my my, my plant or something. Let people know what is happening so that they they can plan. But at this particular point, I don't think people of Kumasi know what is happening. So ECG Grid Co Ministry of Energy, let's engage. Let's 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 let the people know what is happening, so that they they will know how to plan their businesses as Christmas is coming. This is cocoa season for every every business, and electricity is a main catalyst for production and businesses. Mm, mm. So if you live in Ashanti region, let's hear from you on the power situation that Kojo is talking about. It's eight twenty-five. And this is still the City Breakfast Show. Uh, I wasn't really intending to talk about about this issue. 
so it's zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six let's 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 get a sense of how serious it is uh i'm not sure kojo is expressing it with the same level of intensity that those of you who are affected can do it and those of you asking this is family Now it's it's a quasi gospel. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's an inspirational song he did called Praise. Kwame is a really nice singer. He has this uh, short dreads. Uh, those of you who don't know him, he's one of the new. He's not a new actually. He's been there for a few years, but he's sort of consolidating his position with some very new and good tracks. He's always been a good singer, <laughs> even though he raps. He's always been a good singer. Am I lying? Some Famille. Famille. Famille has never rapped. No, but he's always okay. sang. Yeah. Right? But he has people rapping behind. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it yes. depends on who. Yeah. Who I'm surprised it's the first time people are hearing this song. Oh, yeah. lots of people no, know this song. No, no, no. I'm. Why? Why? Why, why we talk music? No more funny. I'm saying that <laughs> some people have never heard of this song. Oh, that is funny. That's why they are asking who is he. Ah, uh, we uh, understand you, them. Just not all of us eat music every day. <laughs> You, you are a music, you are a musicologist. Praise <laughs> We discover we go to him, but I'm a planet. I know what I could do more than I have it. Did my time and come and put it on a rabbit coming. What come as I'm the yamming tea? When they open, I'll say, I'm focused, I'm focused. Because I'm a me, I'm a homeless. Then, ten, 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 one of it. I'll be boots and then I'm at it. They say my songs be a real one crown. I'm zooming to be a day seven crown. I know go run from me. Alright, so one of the things I want to talk about briefly, last week by now, I was about moderating a panel on agribusiness. I had four of the very best from Accra at home with me discussing their agribusiness. One was into uh, fertilizer production, that's uh, Maoli Benson, who's from Glowfed, and then Senor Hosi, who's uh, chief executive of one of these um, agribusinesses in the Volta region. A large, large farm in Adakulu area. They produce rice. Then I had Kawamoka's um, Emmy Beth Quanson. Mm-hmm. She uh, gets coffee from uh, Leclebi. And then she transforms that into an amazing product. Kawamoka. And then I had the CEO of Maflix Farms. Felix Kamasa. Whose farm is at Tajapuni. You should try his potatoes and vegetables. So he, he's into large scale exports of sweet potatoes, of okra, and all kinds of things. So I had a rice farmer, I had a coffee person, I had a fertilizer guy. And then I had somebody who was into potatoes and stuff and for me what's worrying is that 
you know we make a lot of noise about buy made in ghana let's support our local people and all that which is true but i still think there are a lot of challenges that people in agribusiness face and the government needs to do a whole lot we all need to do a lot to support them you know this morning we're talking to uh what's his name uh what's the name of the guy interviewed this morning i forget basically about the price of um various the, the, the placement of various kinds of foods on our shelves and all of that and i think that you know the, the the production side has not been properly addressed you know you need reliable supply i don't think the future of ghana greek is smallholder farms you need large-scale farms you need to have production done at a lower cost so food can be cheaper and then we can have enough to store and distribute to people who need it our local uh, foods can't compete sometimes because the cost to produce one unit is too much and some of it is because the infrastructure is not there some of it is because they don't have enough material they don't have enough support so i think as christmas approaches and we're talking about made in ghana people are saying oh why don't you guys do another made in ghana campaign a made in ghana rice look when we did the, the made in ghana rice campaign two years ago it got to a point people didn't get local rice to buy yeah. because the production wasn't that high so for when it comes to agri production storage and processing should be prioritized in that order you understand if you don't produce you can't store if you don't store then you so it's, it's about production and the production you require access to land good fertilizer good inputs all right extension services irrigation all right then when the food is produced then you can also talk about how do you store it so it doesn't go bad how do you process it so you can add value to it how do you transport it so it doesn't get stuck in the in the way it's supposed to be stuck and i feel these are the basics so we need to do so much more for our food producers honestly and the other issue is that you know as cost of living gets high fuel prices keep going up food will be affected seriously so if you don't have enough food produced there's going to be an issue with affordability of food we already told that a lot of Ghanaians can't afford more than five cities a day that's very serious i'll come back to this point but let's do your money shortly it's brought to you by cow bank well we've named it digi november for a reason you can download the app transact as much as you can accumulate points and get rewarded with amazing prizes Santa Claus came early, so whether you're making payments, splitting bills among your buddies, generating invoices, transferring funds, or buying airtime, just do it on the Car Bank app. To learn more about Digi November, call toll free 0800 500 500 or chat with us online on our social media platforms and on WhatsApp. Car Bank forward together. <laughs> yeah, over there. It's a messenger that is cracking me up. We'll get to it later. You will get to it later. Mm -hmm. But since it's a Friday, we'll just do a wrap of the major themes of the week. Monday started us off with uh, the streams of income and Mm -hmm. the chair with the one leg analogy. I thought that was brilliant. Several people reacted positively to that. Then we spoke about the convenience of online shopping during the week. In this time, if you don't have to move and you can sit behind a device and get it done, get it done. It saves you transportation, sitting in traffic, inhaling all these fumes and things. You don't need that. Then we spoke about staying disciplined even when you are shopping this week, Black Friday, whatever. Mm. Be disciplined. If it's a TV, you are going to buy. Go and buy the TV and go home. Mm-hmm. Don't buy TV and this then realize that, oh, I don't have money. Naturally, why is slow? Mm-hmm. And then we also spoke about comparing prices before you step out to buy. 
Mm-hmm. One shop may be giving you a 20% discount. You think that's great. Another shop is probably giving you a 40% discount on that same item. So do compare prices before you step out to buy anything at all it is you want to buy. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Father, my boss, Kabaya, you're ready, cause I'm for so me shatter be a me trust to officer she also or see what's your part and I say wash also now. Me shots and I me did throw throw me TK me bomb me home day day to day. Oh me baby and your shade swear the money day na Sunday chop by me money play party day manje wa ga none me type me the hurts I will papa cry none me size Gucci in the ice crave for the life O Bianca Massem Mobe come swa fight Tell me what you want money no fee answer she me fool while I be be the stomach cancer was spreading me more die all this money and I can't buy life Alright so we're getting some comments from the Ashanti region about the power situation but we're also talking about what happened last week. So a week ago, let me just read a story from the program I attended. So agribusiness has not been giving necessary attention in Ghana, Senyo Hosi. And this was from the panel we moderated. Here's a story. Businessman Senyo Hosi says government support for Ghana's agricultural sector is largely inadequate and unable to generate profitability for farmers and investors engaged in agribusiness. Using statistics from the Agri Ministry to buttress his point, Ms. Hosi was of the view that the government has been inefficient in providing the necessary support for the sector in the past years. Now, Mr. Hosi, who is the CEO of HGL Limited, an industrial rice plantation and milling facility in Adaklu, was speaking to Young Entrepreneurs Breakfast Summit organized as part of the ongoing voter trade and investment fair in Ho. In his view, Ghana's agricultural setup is such that entrepreneurs are more likely to make large amounts of returns in other aspects of the value chain rather than investing in crop and crop production. Our planning from policy does not help farmers to grow and farming will not thrive well with a peasant orientation. It is commercial farming that will transform agriculture in our country. We must acknowledge that as a country and try to support people doing so and leverage them to impact smallholder operatives and farmers. Mr. Hosi added that you will not really get the support you need in farming in Ghana because real farming has not been figured out in this country. So don't believe any hype from any politician. They do not understand and they have little clue. We advise you to venture into other areas of the agribusiness value chain rather than aiming directly at crop production and urge them to be cautious in their dealings. Quote, there is zero agronomic support for agricultural entrepreneurs and farmers. And so it's important that you start with the people who are making it work. Don't think of trying to start making it work at a small level because your capital may just get lost. Now, other speakers at the pa- on the panel were, of course, uh, CEO of Kawamoka Coffee and Ibet Kwansen, Head of Research of Tesla Capital, Dr. Elikri Magbuloyo, CEO of Glowfed Reverend Mauli Benson, and CEO of Maflix Farms, Felix Kamasa. Nothing I get, 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 nothing
we'll come back to this topic here some quick comments on the ashanti power situation <laughs> okay but now let me read the one i was the one that cracked me up derek ofori from asin fosu smith office says my girlfriend who is in kumasi uhim could you dagger the name right yes says almost went to <laughs> when <laughs> Why are you so excited about this message? No, okay, you let me read the message. It says, my girlfriend who is in Kumasi Ohim almost went to sleep in a guy's room because the guy has an AC. No, he has a generator because of doom so. Mm. President Kufado, please do something before I lose my girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> so, is that... Ohim no Kobi Ohim nigga. Oh, no. This one says, good morning, CCCBS team. Mm-hmm. What Kojo is saying is true. Mr. Havler, we are suffering from this power outage. It happens between 6 p.m. and 12 midnight every day. Mm-hmm. Benjamin from Ibuakwa mm-hmm. and Kumasi sent that particular one mm-hmm. there. So those are some Ibuakwa of the... Ibuakwa and Ashanti. Yes. Um, Onesimus from... Um, oh, that's an interesting yeah, name. Yeah. KNUST. KNUST <laughs> says... Onesimus. Onesimus. <laughs> says this light issue is serious. Mm. It's been like this for the last three weeks. Mm. I always call them when it happens. But from last week, I just advised myself that it was a waste of airtime because they kept they, they keep telling me the old story. We will inform our service engineers and nothing happens. The last time I called, I told the lady that it would be wise for them to give us a timetable if this were, were low if this was load shedding. Mm. They should get the people informed. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the comments coming in. This one says, it lasts for an hour to three hours mm-hmm. every evening. It's unfortunate. Uh, even says this morning, they've even cut off power. Okay. And he's sending a message from Kumasi. Yeah. Where's that? It's around K University. So, Kote. Tech. Ayudiasi. Kote. Dediako. Emena. Buedi. Okay. In the same kind of area. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you, I don't know what you make of the senior Jose's story on, from the event. He's basically <coughs> saying that if you go into crop production, you may lose as an entrepreneur. You need large people to go into food production. And that the other assets of the value chain that may be more useful. It also says government support has not been consistent. And we need to do a lot more for our farmers. I'm saying all of this because here you are saying people should buy made in Ghana food. People yeah. should support. And all of that is great. But I don't know if, if we rise up and massively say, let's all eat only made in Ghana rice. There will even be enough to go around for Christmas. Yeah, I don't the, think there will uh, be. Senior's concerns, I think anybody in the agri value chain mm. will agree mm. with what Senior is saying. Mm-hmm. That what the government does per the programs for agri, what the expected outcomes must be and what the people in the agribusiness space also deem as support from the government mm-hmm. there is no alignment it's a non-aligned movement <laughs> government mm-hmm. says you are doing this people are expecting this largely and the populace is expecting this outcome mm-hmm. but you don't see the outcome mm-hmm. so let's take maize mm-hmm. we said we are investing so so and so million ghana cities in procuring seed Mm-hmm. So so and so million Ghana CDs in procuring fertilizer. Mm-hmm. So so and so million Ghana CDs in buying motorbikes for extension offices. Mm-hmm. So so and so million Ghana CDs for crop protection. Mm-hmm. So the outcome, you should expect that at least. Mofa estimates that an acre does between 0.7 to 1.2 um, um, tons mm-hmm. per hectare mm-hmm. production. Mm-hmm. So you should expect that if you spend this much 
on this number of acres we should be getting this in return okay. and for the markets if i'm a poultry farmer i know that my government is making investments into maize so i'm going to get maize abundantly mm -hmm. at this stable price mm -hmm. but talk to any poultry farmer mm -hmm. talk to any kinky seller mm. talk to any banku seller mm -hmm. talk to any cereals producer they are not getting the the right outcomes based on the investments that we've made Mm -hmm. That's number one. So what Sonia is saying about government investment in agri, the returns, and how the government supports agriculture, you do the analysis properly, and there is no link. You don't see the alignment of what is being done and the results we are getting. Now, this is, this is serious because, you know, I went on saying, somebody was saying, ah, you, people, you have to do the rice campaign again. You know, you have to let people buy rice. And I, I think one of the rice producers was telling me that when we did the original campaign in 2019, they didn't have enough, but now they have a lot of rice. So we should go back and do, <laughs> we should go and do the campaign. They but didn't have enough of what? They didn't have. They, they said they hadn't produced enough rice, so their stock ran out after That's like a only week. That's one side of the story. There was a, there was a big producer, and, and and I say that I'm not a producer, but I'm saying that that's only one side of the story. Mm. Remember that farmers up north had harvested rice that got bent mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. about that because nobody was enough. buying nobody was buying so, so it's just one side of the story mm. the southern farmers at the time had a different problem from the northern farmers but mm -hmm. the northern farmers headcount up outnumber the southern farmers really the headcount, I okay. mean. Individuals in Yes, okay. you understand. Mm -hmm. And we see it as an economic solution. Mm. And also, the North also provides, um, I wouldn't say a better opportunity, but there's a lot more opportunity up North for rice farming, if you like. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, mm. And so, it's the, 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 the deliberate effort to turn the, if you like, um, uh, subsistence farming mm -hmm. into something of better economic value. Mm. Remember, I saw a post from Senor, uh, Senor Husi yes. who said that we should go into commercial farming. You know, this tokenism approach to farming will not solve our problem. So you agree? I, 200%. Com commercial, so large scale. Large scale. So then what do you do with the smallholders? You, you use them as your you you form cooperatives you form with them, so you, you don't you push them out of work, but they, they yes, sort of you uh, form cooperatives with them, okay. and provide you facilitate the work they do, mm -hmm. because you see, they they will not have the benefit of economies of scale, mm -hmm. but if you form cooperatives, mm -hmm. then you achieve economies of scale. Mm. You use the cooperatives to manage input supply to them, mm -hmm. to manage agri extension services to them, mm -hmm. to manage the off taker ag arrangement. So that if you are Which going, is very important. This yeah. off-taker arrangement, very, very important. Look, and again, anytime we speak like this, they'll tell, mm -hmm. "Oh, no, oh, we have been doing this thing. No, we, we have been doing. doing we have been doing it." What it means is that you, either you are not doing it well, or you haven't been deliberate enough. So you're using the word outgrowers for the people who grow on farms, and that you sort of buy as a large-scale person and put with it guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed, guaranteed purchasing arrangement. So these smallholder farmers are outgrowers, and then you buy their product, or you even give them land and support them to manage smaller spaces. Yeah. And then you, the guy who has the large equipment, can bring it together. You can, um, because the rice has to also be, using rice as an example, 
you have to probably even mill it. Yes. So, so this then, is what happens. Mm -hmm. Usually planting season, the regular smallholder farmer may not have the capital to invest a lot mm -hmm. in seed and fertilizer and every other thing. Mm -hmm. So an outgrower scheme, mm -hmm. for example, so the government says you are giving seeds, you are giving fertilizer. So the outgrower schemes will then be used to target the farmers. Mm -hmm. Then these farmers are giving seed, they are giving fertilizers, they are giving agronomic support mm -hmm. with extension services. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the season, they are, they are helped to harvest. You see, harvesting is also very important because you grow rice or you grow maize and you don't have the money to get a combined harvester to harvest dry bag. So you help them to harvest dry and bag and have a product for the market. Bag and, and transport. You, yes, and you also facilitate that off-taking arrangement. So which means that we need to encourage the likes of Maflix and Co. That's the model we need because he works with says over, I don't know, 200 outgrowers or something. And they are mostly women. Yeah. But if you look at the size of his operation, he has about 40, um, what do you call it, greenhouses. He's building a large uh, facility where he can export directly outside the country. So that model is the way to go. But the question is, are we doing enough for these people to generate enough production? Because Christmas is coming. And one of the concerns I have is that food prices are not coming down anytime soon. In fact, the last time I checked the inflation calculation, I think it was the food component that was even that moving was going things up. up. Yes. So it means that food prices are going up. And I don't know what we you, can do you, to do you, with you, that. You talk about expanding what they can do and helping them increase production. I think that I think we've spoken about this a lot of times. Grant them access, easy access to the finances they need to grow. A lot of these people have great ideas. They have, you know, things written down how they want to expand and all. What they need is the financial support. Money moves everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see, again, you are right on this financial, but the the model that has proven not to work is providing financial support to smallholder of course. farmers because they don't have economic I mean, I'm looking at those... I'm, I'm just developing the, the point that... And that's why we are saying that the whole action of bringing them together to form cooperatives British, yes. must be taken more seriously. That's true. That's one leg of the story. Another one is trying to get institutions or, or business people to go into large-scale commercial farming. Mm. Now we mm. also are um, plagued with our land ownership um, um, system, which mm -hmm. is a major yes, issue in our culture, you know, um, where we are as a country, real estate has actually literally reared its head in, in the forest zones, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know. So, what um, land we previously would use for farming, yes, been real taken estate over owners by, yes. are looking for it, you know. Yes. So, so it's it's a bit complex. But if we can mind the entire chain, you know, production is one. Could you talk about harvesting? We talk about storage. We talk Tra about trans distribution trans through transportation. transportation. Yes. So each leg needs a deliberate strategy, workable and sustainable. Let me ask you a question. Will you, will you start a rice campaign again? <laughs> Christmas is coming. <laughs> Made in Ghana, right? You see, you know, last week Facebook reminded me that to last know, Facebook told I, me I that you did a rice campaign I last had two years. Numerous reminders, okay. But I ask myself, to which end? That's the first question I ask myself. So we can buy the rice? No. Yes. So can sell the rice. You love to push anything made in Ghana, any and mm -hmm. everything made in Ghana. Mm -hmm. What we are saying is that there's policy that gives direction. Uh huh. The campaign. 
would only motivate yes. people. Now, where is the motivation going if the the, the policy does not complement the thing? Oh, Charlie. What we're saying is the people are up north and they are crying for help. You know, in fact, another thing that we, we didn't really address was there were um, business people coming from the sub-region. Okay. Yeah, from, from other from countries. Sub-region, yes. going straight to some of the farm gates, <laughs> buying the thing and, you know, yeah. gunning out of the country. You know, that's they've been able to manage. Mm -hmm. So we think that this is the time to go back to Ghana rice. This is the time to go I back have a, to Ghana. And, and you know, you guys. Bernard, so, okay, yeah, go on. yeah I, I just wanted to add this. Uh, so let's talk about the deliberate the, the policy. And Kojo mentions we have to create, um, uh, how do I even say it, off taking and all. And it is important. When these people produce the rice, we need to find a way of assuring them a market that is constant. And that is ready to take these things off them. We've spoken so many times about the food buffer stock company, for example. They are supposed to provide rice or some of these things to schools and all. Look at the number of SHSs. Look at the current issues they have, whether the authorities want to face the matter or not. These things exist. And there's an opportunity to get rice or to get whatever it is we are producing here. Spread them across the schools and ensure that these farmers have entities companies establishments that are ready to buy off them and and give them business so so i think there's a key point we need to make so as things stand now the government policy is to give direct support to smallholder farmers so for example government fertilizer and farm inputs is distributed and targeted at smallholder farmers mm -hmm. the government does not give directly to commercial farmers now commercial farmers in my view, are a better place to manage these smallholder farmers than government is. Mm. So, for example, they provide them with planting materials. They prepare the land for them. And then, as you said, they they provide off-taker. So, a commercial farm, for the smallholder they even do training. Okay. So, it's like a chain. So, the government can deal with a large farm, and the large farm deals with the smallholder farmers. So, that you don't spoil somebody's business. Mm -hmm. All right? What government needs to do, based on the little understanding I have from last week's program, is that Government needs to start supporting commercial farmers, give them raw materials in the quantities they need, help with infrastructure development, mm. roads and stuff like this, electricity. Some of them need stuff on the farm that requires power. Some yes. of them have put up solar plants and things. So you target, if you have 16 regions, you have 200, some, some, if you target maybe 10 large-scale farmers per region or something, I mean, we can mention some on top of our head, you go to Nkranza, we Let's have. start from Daku Farms mm -hmm. in Kumase Poultry. Good. And then so, your man in a BA. Um, James Watting. Mm -hmm. So you targeted Daku Farms and you help him set up an industrial poultry farm. Mm -hmm. He will get off taker agreements with a lot of people, mm -hmm. which he may not be able to meet. He will then organize all the smallholder poultry farmers around and off take from them and give them the input to also thrive, to produce, to wherever you go around the world, people do that. So, Daku so, Farms doesn't just produce. He also has some level of um, processing. Yes. So, he needs, maybe let's assume his eggs he needs. <laughs> he needs so many eggs. So, he can deal with 200 small poultry farmers. And he needs his own poultry farm. Who supply to him. him. He will process, clean, package, mm -hmm. tag, there's traceability. Mm -hmm. 
he will meet certain international standards. And that, standards. That, that my two by four poultry farmer cannot meet. Two by four poultry farmer may not be able to. But he will. But, but he would can tell me. Yes. But the can tell me that this is what you need to do for yes. your egg to be standardized. Yes. Uh -huh. So he will manage me, uh -huh. and then I provide my eggs uh -huh. to him. Yes. And then he will deal with the big boys. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have relegated that small farmer from the equation. That's a nice model. And 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 the the thing with smallholder farmers is whatever we do. Majority of Ghanaians are employed in the agri sector. Uh -huh. a, an immediate switch to large scale agri without thinking about the human resource uh -huh. and how to engage them means that you are going to throw a lot of people out of gainful employment. Uh -huh. But there are examples of these outgrower schemes that we've seen that have worked and giving even better yields. Okay, let, let me. If you let look me. at the agri factor and figures, for example, which I've uh -huh. shared with you, uh -huh. um, 2018 agri factor and figures, average yield on farm for maize was um 2.26 tons per hectare but we know some outgrower schemes that were able to do four 4.55 tons per hectare because they invested in agronomic practices the right technology mm. the right input so the question you asked earlier mm. we've been we say we've been doing this how effectively have we been doing these things i have a question for all of you the, the question is if you are a political head and you are doing <laughs> fertilizer or you are doing seed or you are doing farm inputs like tractors. You have to admit that you also want to give it to individuals so you can also get popularity and possibly votes, right? <laughs> so if you are saying that I should deal with the Darko farms as government or I should deal with uh, James Boateng and let James Boateng deal with the small farmers, how can I... Because I will go back to the communities. I want the fa market women, the, fa the farmers to know that I am giving them the fertilizer so i want to go farm by farm <laughs> yes so i want to engage directly with them so they can vote for me so i can't go and give it to darko farms to share for his people i think what he's saying is one step it's not the solution yeah. to everything it's yeah. just one step and mm -hmm. it works and we before that we talked about the cooperatives mm -hmm. it's another step and it works mm -hmm. because you see it's not like these things haven't been done before Anybody listening to me who grew up in the villages will know that we had a great cooperatives. Nobua. Well, in our local we're part, we're we're last year, mm. well, I'm not, you know, at the time they were more government owned. Okay. okay working with state farms corporation and all that. Mm. So in this case, you have the state farm corporation uh, replaced by, say, a dark farm. Yeah. And then working interfacing with the local rural cooperatives mm -hmm. that's one way of looking at it but i see we can have all these ideas but if we don't execute them in a more sustainable manner then it comes back to bite us mm. this is the problem we are talking about and i'm saying everything we are talking about i'm sure they've tried something before but the willingness to see it through the entire chain because you see you can increase food production but if you have a problem with harvesting, you have a bigger have a problem. problem yes. yeah. If you have a problem with transportation and distribution, you have it's a much bigger problem. And that's why before this, we were talking, I was talking, I said, look, the, the price of fuel touches everything. Everything. Touches everything because farm gate prices are totally different from what we meet at the consumer point. Yeah. Why? And it's a function because of Transportation. transportation. So mm. this fuel thing, we cannot joke with it. Let me give you an example on so, the no, fuel no, to no, buttress I, I this point. Question. So, so, so no, okay, on yesterday, I asked a question about if you were forced to 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 reduce one, if you wanted to offer relief between fuel and momo, 
Which one would you choose? You will go for fuel. One time. What's Momo? Okay, so fuel is more important. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted that. So the Momo, me, I don't do Momo. Ah, you don't do Momo? I don't do Momo. And I'm not saying that so it's not important. I'm just saying that you can make a choice not to do Momo. But fuel, dear, you, are, you do fuel, 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 you can't run Make away a choice from. and see what will happen to you. So from your land preparation, mm. you take your plow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It comes on site. It's buying fuel. I'm paying for it. The, the tractor okay. which will pull the plow and the harrow running on fuel they are running on fuel so if you increase fuel prices if you are doing if they are doing 120 cities per acre mm-hmm. they'll increase to 130 140 cities per acre mm-hmm. now if you are lucky enough to have a pump mm-hmm. or a water source close and you do irrigation it's fuel you are putting in the pump so if fuel prices go up mm. the fuel which goes into the pump goes up mm. the cost of tra- traveling to get your inputs is affected by the fuel Mm. So if your price goes up, and the cost of the input itself it's is also affected because mm. the the merchant who is selling it mm. also transports, so mm. he puts it on. Mm. Then your everyday life is affected by the fuel. So your expectation from your activity is that you also top up so that you get your fuel and then harvesting. If you do maize and you are using a combined harvester, a thresher, whatever other input you are using, they all run on fuel. Mm. Even um, if you go to the farms, a lot of the regular nikanikes that are not connected to electricity, some of them run on fuel. And then when you are so done, so fuel prices affect, affect everything. everything. Yes. Mm. Then you you manage to bag and mm. you are transporting. Mm. That fuel is also fuel. Is, yes. So now every process wow. of yes. the value chain is affected by fuel. So if you don't deal with your fuel pricing very well. It also goes to affect your agri production. Mm. The point you make about the poultry farm is the similar point for agro agri uh, as in um, crop farms, right? Yes. So it's the same model you are running. Yes. Whether it's rice, whether it's potatoes. I- I'll give you an example. So um, Royal Farmers Rice, mm-hmm. they have a big production plant up north. Mm-hmm. They have their own farm. Okay. But they also ensure that all the farmers in the enclave. They buy paddy rice from them and they process. Mm. So you can give direct support to the farmers, which we try to give them small, small equipment to work with. And you can give indirect support to the farmers by helping the big players so consolidate that, so that they can also take... So, for example, if you take these guys who do blue skies as well, they will have their own farms, yes. but also work with other farmers. Exactly. Okay, I exactly. think I'm, I'm getting the point So there's I'm a direct the support now. and there's the indirect support. I'm getting the point now. Once you do those well, it helps out. Mm. Another important thing is agri-technology. Bernard, we need to look at the type of seeds you are giving our farmers and the fertilizer blends you are giving them. Mm. Because if you look at even tomatoes, right? Mm. 2016, mm-hmm. average yield of selected crops under rain-fed conditions. Mm-hmm. Garden eggs, 8.45 metric tons per hectare. But mm. potential yield is 15. So we are doing almost half of, of the potential. Tomatoes, 7.93 metric tons per hectare. Mm-hmm. Potential yield is 20. We are doing one third. So if I'm the Greek minister, mm. I'll ask myself, potential yield, even under rain-fed conditions, is 20 metric tons. Why are we constantly doing Seven. less than 10 metric tons? Maize, potential yield is 5.5 metric tons per hectare. Mm. Why are we doing 2 metric tons? Seriously. Is it the seed? Is it the fertilizer? So for, the for all the products you mentioned, practices? we are we are underproducing across board. I can the yields are below from cassava to plantain to yam. Give to me, give me. I, no, I have time. I have time. Cassava potential yield is forty-five tons per hectare. We mm-hmm. do twenty-one. 
less than so half. That's less than half. Plantain, 38. We do 12. That's like less than even a, a third. Less than yes. A third. But you see, when you go to Golden Exotics, mm. they do proper yields. So what technology are they using? Uh, so for almost every product, every crop, we are underproducing. There is not a single one on this list. So, wow. Your, your, your thing, eh, mm. the, the data you are using hasn't captured the post-harvest losses. Yes. So this is just yield. This, this is just yield, yield. And then we also have between yield and the consumer, the losses that we incur. So when you add the two, we are in trouble. Wow. I haven't let you run through the numbers. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So yeah. cassava, plantain. Okay. So cassava, we do 47%. Plantain, mm. 31. Yam, 31. Cocoa, yam, 35. Maize, 41. Rice, 49. Cowpea, 60. Soya bean, um, 57. Mm. Groundnut, 46. Millet, 64. Sogum, 69. And there's a story about the sogum I'll share with you. Mm. Sweet potato, 26. Taro, 35. Oh, sweet potato, 26%. Yes. Cocoa, 53. Even cocoa? Yes. Cashew, 29. Orange. Oh, your cashew? Yes. Orange, 41. <laughs> this is Hindu, baby. Calipore, 49. It is only mango. Mm-hmm. Now we do 105%. And I'll share the story. Oh, mango? Why we, we get that. Mango, we do 105%. Pineapple, 91. I'll tell you about pineapple too. Mm-hmm. And then tobacco, 39. Garden eggs, 56. Mm. And then pepper, 29. Now, let me tell you why sorghum. Mm. I think we do 69. Mm-hmm. The breweries in Ghana have done research and they are using a lot of sorghum and maize yep. for production. Okay. So, they are paying attention to that value chain and investing in productivity. So, the productivity is getting Because I think more. they started yes. a few years ago, right? Yes. Deliberate company policy. Mm-hmm. Now, mango. Mm-hmm. It's also doing well because a lot of the people in the mango space are people who, are who have invested and are exporting and they've signed up on to Global Gab and all sorts of uh, certifications. So they do the mango scientifically. The James Boatings, the Quisi Crobos, the, the, blue, the skies. blue Skies, and the same for pineapple. Mm. They are producing the pineapple for production and export. So, so anytime you apply international standard commercial mindset, true, true, true. your yield improves. Because if you don't do it right, you don't get the market. Wow. So of all the pro- products you mentioned, sorghum, mango, and pineapple are the three best the, performing. Doing very well. What are the three worst performing the in terms of percentage? The performing. Yields. Below, I think you, uh, <coughs> your cashew is 29%. Cashew is 29%. Very bad. Pepper is 29%. Mm-hmm. Pepper, um, did they say chili or sweet pepper? Just pepper. Pepper, okay. Sweet potato is 26%. Terrible. And yes, so those are the three in the below 30. Mm. So there's more room for improvement. There's more room for, for, for improvement. All right, we are trying to convince Samens to do another campaign, but he's not, he's not interested. <laughs> we, are t- we are trying to, you know, we are trying to do some, some made in Ghana something, but we don't know whether it's rice we should do or whether we should do chicken or... Because you see, one of the things that the, the people tell us that when we push the products on air, I'll tell you something. As I was driving through whole, I even saw shops where they have Ghana rice. All right. So now, t- three years ago, four years ago, most people just import rice. There are Ghana rice shops because the demand is there. There are Ghana rice shops. Okay, so I am saying that there's a role. I agree with you on the policy thing that the policy people have to do, but the campaign has its role where we have to just. But we need to decide what to campaign for. No, but that. So that's see, what I need now. What, I, I want, I want see, to campaign we, for something. We, the last time, okay, mm-hmm. we had issues because the people thought it was a Ghana rice campaign versus 
foreign foreign rice, foreign rice. It's not it's not Ghana versus foreign rice. That's not it. We want Ghana rice to rise to the occasion such that rice merchants would even prefer to prefer to sell Ghana rice. So we are not pitching it against it, foreign it, it, rice. No, okay. because you see, foreign rice has also played its role. Mm. It's and it's okay. Mm-hmm. But what we are saying that we have the potential. Mm. We we cannot we can use foreign rice to feed Ghanaians, but we cannot use foreign rice to create the jobs that we so badly desire. This is the problem. Wow. Because the foreigner coming from Thailand doesn't want to go to Borga. Uh, 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 he just wants to be in Accra and throw it at somebody and go back to Thailand. But there's somebody who is going into farming in Bogatanga, who is employing 50 people and giving them regular, everyday what to eat. You, you understand? Yeah. So there is economic usage of this rice farming that's of concern to us. Mm. So, yeah. yes, it has to be Ghana rice. But beyond that, the Ghana rice cannot distribute itself. <laughs> we need to make it attractive such that mm. business people mm. will look at that as an option. Mm. Okay. Talking about Ghana rice, this festive season, where would you rather be? The food party by the corner or would you rather be at an event that has a taste of everything? A taste of mouth-watering Ghanaian cuisine, music, unique fashion, and thrilling Ghanaian dance and drama all under one event. Enjoy music from Africa's top musicians, wonderful food and drinks, dance, drama, art, fashion, and everything that celebrates our culture as a nation and our uniqueness as Africans. Join us on 27 December at the Forecourt of the State House from 2 p.m. for the Taste of Ghana. Taste of Ghana. Kai! Brought to you by GIPC. Partnership with GTA, GEPA, Beyond the Return Initiative, Ministries of Tourism, Arts and Culture, Finance, Information, Foreign Affairs, Regional Integration, Trade and Industry, supported by SIC. Life you know Company. this LPM, if you have done it in three. Taste of Ghana. Buenum to. Oh, Lord. Buenum to. Call us on 0261355599 to register or email patrick.dapa. Oh, Charlie, what kind of email is this? Patrick.dapa hash dash quao. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. Patrick dot dapa hyphen quao and gipc.gov.gh. <laughs> no, you're a big man, Charlie. Whoever you are, you're a big man. <laughs> so you want to register by either calling that number or I mean, GIPC just change this complicated. No, Patrick it's not da- necessary. No, Pat- just do straight <laughs> no. info at GIPC. No, That's no, no. how you do it. No, Please. Patrick- this is your paid for announcement, but you need to do it better because you're a state institution. No, Patrick Case closed. How many people remember this? This is supposed to be an LPM live presenter no, message. <laughs> Okay, just follow GIPC <laughs> on social media. Hey, Jale. <laughs> Patrick dot dapa dash quao. <laughs> and the quao is KW. Aha, so he's probably an insane The dapa has no itch. <laughs> you know, be big man. <laughs> hey, man. <I'm laughs> hey. I want to work for government. <laughs> I want to, Jale. I, I want to, I want to go and work at maybe this. Goyle or those things <laughs> for one year. <laughs> I, I endorse the goal. <laughs> 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 the government agency for one year, Charlie. Ch- 
just to just enjoy it. I want the car with the green car number. The green car number. So. GV. Yeah, GV. You should take the Toyota Avensis. Yeah, I want to work Charlie. I want to be a civil servant. Charlie, please don't pull your RPM. So we are just joking. We beg. things happening later this morning we'll be speaking to Biheko on a big event the anniversary and also their campaign to get get the school infrastructure improved yes that's coming up shortly but later today the matriarch's verse by apioko is a night of arts poetry music and dance and it's happening at kempinski tonight 8 p.m tickets going for 150 cities standard 200 cities vip you can buy a ticket by simply dialing star 447 star 2173 hash or call 0548079766. include Kempinski Hotel, Kala Casprint, Avon Singer Fashion House, Reed Couture, Reed Saloon, Specialized Mineral Water, Jewish Guy, and Brovan Foods. Matrix versus an uh, Fabrics production with Apioko. Now, if you're a heavy Netflix user, you can watch up to 20 hours of your favorite programs in HD quality for free. Music is a mood booster and Selfline allows you to listen to millions of songs on your favorite music platforms with over 1,400 hours for free when you buy a new device. For every new device you buy, Selfline's free data gives you over 20 hours free to host your video conference on Zoom or whichever video application you use. Buy your Selfline device from Selfline shops and retail outlets today. Nothing works better than Selfline. Okay, so I have a suggestion for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to do poetry. Poetry. I want you to do that thing. Let's let's do something for poetry. Poetry farm. Okay, I mean poetry. poetry, poetry. Bernard, it's, it's Christmas poetry. No, what what we see? Poetry farm. That's we we know to. we know that clearly. The local production would not suffice for poetry. That's that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The poetry people know that. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. policy people know that. Mm-hmm. So. And and I know that for most people, uh, consuming local poultry mm-hmm. would be their first option. Could yes, you, is please. that correct? It yeah. even tastes nicer. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the poultry for me is not the bigger issue from mm-hmm. from the awareness level. Ah, okay. So it's more police support they need. It's, yes. It's not. Yes. So it's different from the rice where people yes. have to uh, buy it. Good. Exactly. I get you. You know because you know. The rice itself had issues. The local rice, not abuom, those days. <laughs> those times. So people talk, had a certain the, the cultural um context is that when you buy, you should be ready. Ubi yim. I'll tell you something. Ubi like, yim. Then you sit down. <laughs> and like and three, three years ago, Kwame come and say, "Emunifi," and I said, "Why?" Also, they can only local rice. No. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, we are before the camera, so I can't local rice. The local rice is Hey. Now they have improved, <laughs> and there's more room for improvement. Yes. And I'm saying that true story. this local rice thing, we need to hold it. You know, we not we not we not we need to hold need on. To work up, work up, because it has the potential to change okay. lives, impact lives, mm. and be provide an economic lifeline. But let me ask you a question. You know, usually you buy rice and chicken for the staff. 
if you do local rice, would they be happy? We've been doing local oh, rice. Ah, last year was local. Yes. yes, for the last three no, years. No, last year that because that was COVID. So last year, they were no, everything we were eating. Is no, no, we've been doing local, local rice for the last three years. No, no, before that, people got royal farmers. Uh. We take royal farmers. Some people take nana rice, yes. jasmine, rabbit, yeah. whatever. Yeah. They didn't complain. Yeah. No, complain. No, they didn't complain. No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, no, I'm asking because, like, you know, I'm, you, hold on. <coughs> As I'm speaking to you, procurement managers are making plans for their rice. For then the they should buy local rice. That's, that's local. what I'm trying to In get fact, at. Let me remind the procurement managers because, because they are planning. There is a letter, a directive from the <laughs> office of the president <laughs> to buy them. local rice. So I think that if any procurement manager buys non local rice, they must prove to Ghanaians why they didn't buy local from rice. State institution. Yes. From the state institution. 3rd January 2020. Okay. Presidential directive on patronage of locally produced rice. Uh-huh. This is from the office of the president. Mm-hmm. Signed by Honorable Akusia Frima Osel Pari, Chief of Staff. Okay. It says, as you are aware, the mm. government has since its assumption of power in 2017 mm. introduced a number of policies and programs to boost growth in the agric sector. Mm. Among such policies are the famous planting for food and jobs, mm-hmm. one village, one dam, mm-hmm. distribution of subsidized seeds for priority crops, cereals, legumes, and vegetables, and enhancement of extension services. Mm. As part of efforts to ensure ready market for locally produced rice for sustained growth of the sector, mm. the president on Farmers Day directed that all government and public sector agencies and institutions which procure rice for their work-related activities mm-hmm. should purchase only locally produced rice. Okay. The directive takes effect from 3rd January 2022. Mm. This is expected to help lower the country's expenditure on rice importation, mm. improve economic conditions of farmers, promote employment in the agri sector, and enhance food security. Wow. Accordingly, all public sector agencies and institutions mm-hmm. are hereby informed mm-hmm. of the above directive of mm-hmm. the president for strict compliance. compliance. It is to be noted that compliance with this directive would be duly monitored. Thanks mm. and counting on your usual co- cooperation. But the question I have is that would there be enough local rice if we all wanted to buy it? There won't be. Ah, okay. But that's not to say that we shouldn't make the effort. <laughs> because if we show enough evidence that we want to prioritize the consumption of local rice, to encourage we also force the banks to provide funding for the guys funding for the guys to expand that's all mm. we are saying but by the way what are you providing this christmas we are providing <laughs> we are providing abundant life <laughs> 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 We have one month to Christmas. So what are you... But here's the roadside. We want to know what we are getting for Christmas. Where did I become the HR manager? Because I know HR has started organizing local rice already. I hope there will be chicken too. Wholesome chicken. Yes, wholesome chicken. Very <laughs> apologies to <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. Wholesome chicken. <laughs> Somebody has fallen down in the studio. Not 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 freshly killed. Wholesome, wholesome. wholesome chicken. Wholesome chicken. You know, people make money from this thing when Christmas is coming. Actually. The deals people strike. Charlie. Charlie, please. Don't use our Christmas to do corruption. Thank <laughs> you. Just do the right thing, okay? Just do. Charlie, we need to call for mm. this local rice thing. 
local mm. rice. It has to be local. And if anybody rice. does turkey, you know, Nigerians call it turkey. <laughs> I want to, uh, turkey. <laughs> turkey. You know, you know, the growth of the rice industry mm. directly impacts growth of poultry. Really? Because the Not rice maize. waste, the rice waste, maize too. Okay. The rice okay. waste, okay. Uh, maize, soya beans, and vitamins. They mix all that for poultry mm. feed. Mm. Mm. Very important. So I'll take a break. Should just take, you know, get into the habit of doing small farms farms in their backyard and mm. all this. We've talked about this thing. But yesterday I went to my house and mm. see, see, this plantain. Oh you got uh, the, which oh you, you planted plantain in your house? Yes. My the back the back side. Let it ripe and bring me some. No, that thing is here. Yes. <laughs> I want I want the ripe one. It drew but you drew behind your house. No in the house. Inside your house. Yes. This is it. I this one is like 250 CDs worth of plantain wow, because they sell two fingers. No, one finger now is five CDs. Wow, wow, look I want some. I want some. I want some. Wow, look at this. All right, I will take a short break and then Nathan will read your comments when we come back. Quite a number of comments on food, on uh, the local rice campaign, uh, supporting agribusiness. And I'll be speaking to Behekans. Who have some interesting things to say i wonder who they'll be supporting today in the nsmq i wonder who they'll be supporting of course why should you wonder i don't know who they'll support. Oh, they support they definitely will support ketasco are you sure oh why not maybe they'll say they are, you know maybe they want to be the best queen in the region i don't know no, but at this point Sebeko it will Kona. not make sense uh, for Biheku not to support ketasco no but we are like them in many ways so they are like pressure council who who Behekans. we have a relationship so they, oh, so they, you are trying to court? Yeah, yeah. Oh, why are you doing and that? I know a lot of, I know a lot of, I know a lot of people who went to one to up, this uh, one, one to all behaviors no, no, to Lali. No, no, no. stop In that. fact, Pan even me cry, I'm saying to Lali oh, because Presek, you you kicked us out of the thing. So now I'm supporting. Presek kicked you out. There are a lot of people who went to form one to five who did six form at Presec and vice versa. So we have that relationship. I know if you hadn't kicked them out, I would have bought up for G for this. So 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 no, so we are okay. We are okay. Because we, we have done better so, this so year than the last will come year, and so tell us who they will support. Yeah, yeah, could support Jolali. Support Prempe. <laughs> they will support Prempe. After Prempe, they will support Prempe. Prempe supports Ketasko. <laughs> so what about you, Kumasi Hai? Oh, support Prempe College. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, if you're experiencing weakness, headaches, and difficulty in concentration, you could be suffering from iron deficiency anemia. Now, it affects 4 out of 10 women of childbearing age and 6 out of 10 children below 5. And it's a major health concern. 
a major health concern that can affect children's brain and physical development for the rest of their lives and the great news is that the solution is around us There's, there are so many iron rich foods contumere abedro liver green leafy vegetables there's also iron fortified milk and iron fortified keep spices and remember to always boost your immune system by taking vitamin C or ri- fruits that are rich in vitamin C after meals. We're talking oranges, pineapples, pawpaws, and mangoes. You can simply prevent iron deficiency anemia one meal at a time. And the Mastercard Foundation works with visionary organizations to enable young people in Africa and in indigenous communities in Canada to access dignified and fulfilling work. It's one of the largest and one of the largest private foundations in the world with a mission to advance learning and promote financial inclusion to create an inclusive and equitable world it was created in 1996 by mastercard as an independent organization with its own board of directors and management and in ghana after more than a decade working with the private sector and government to promote financial inclusion through its scholars program the mastercard foundation has launched the young africa works 10-year strategy to enable 3 million young Ghanaians, particularly young women, to access dignified and fulfilling work by 2030. They also have EdTech Monday, which is one of the initiatives to promote teaching and learning in ICT, aimed at leveraging technology to advance teaching and learning. Express Pay is creating priceless experiences through instant payments across multiple channels. Download Express Pay on the Play Store or the App Store. Join the Express Pay family now. And if you are building, please use Nexus Cable Metal. You don't want to be a statistic. Over 80% of domestic fires are caused by the use of cheap and substandard electrical cables. Do not fall into that category. Get in touch with Nexus Cable. Call them 0544-349-855 or visit nexans.com.gh. Nexans, we electrify the future. And they've got distributors in Accra, Temashaim and Kumasi and Takradi as well. So like we said before the break, we have our very good friends from Bishop Herman. Bishop Herman College, Biheku. They are here to talk about their great school. So I've got Edward. Edward, I am. He is the general secretary of the Bishop Herman Old Boys Union, I believe. It is 97. Biheku 97. Bobu 97. Okay. Then I've got Rita Roxon, who is... Which year group? Well, I am from Ola. Ah, past Ola Girls okay. Association. Poga. So Poga ninety eight. Poga ninety eight. Yeah. Okay, and I've got Simon Maji. Yes, Simon Maji. Simon Maji Esquire. Yes. <laughs> Obu ninety seven. <laughs> That's correct. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you and uh, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. Good morning and thank, thank you. you. Good morning and thank you. <laughs> let's let's start off with everybody's fond memories let me deal with the behekans maybe we'll get a little from the, uh, the uh, from ola but some of your fondest memories from from Biheku as we just start the, the interview all right should i go yeah oh well i mean i i'm very much impressed with the architecture of the school okay um overlooking the water lake which is very beautiful if wow. you if if you 
happened to be in Bishop Herman. That's that's one of the impressive things. Rock that top, you rock see. top. Yes, we call it a rock top. <laughs> rock top. Okay. And I mean, um, you know, talking about agriculture and and, and poultry, uh, we had a famous lecturer, Mister Intim. Yeah. We call him poultry. He was very dedicated <laughs> to his job. And, you know, for some of us who are Greek students, okay. we, we had a lot of interest in, in that course because he was very punctual. We had so many quizzes. Mm. Those were some of my fond memories. Okay. And then the jollof rice in the aluminium <laughs> pan. <laughs> with the fried fish. With the fried fish. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, the fried yeah. fish. And occasionally you get um, a pork show. A pork show. You remember the gasso? Yeah, the gasso. <laughs> Yeah. Then, what, what about yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, talking about rock top, yeah. there's one of our colleagues, Nyento. Nyento. <laughs> Shout out to you, Nyento, wherever you are. You right. know, uh, we used to have this school farm, mm -hmm. you know, and um, that's where a lot of action, you know, <laughs> took place, you know. Uh, I remember uh, our senior house master. Atagidi, Mr. Gidigasu, he's still, you know, alive, uh, still very strong, even though he's retired, um, and, and how strict he was with us, and, you know, the discipline um, that he instilled in, in all of us, you know, which uh, today has become something else, but I remember those, okay. and, and our seniors, uh, when we went to Bishop Herman, we met the, the old system, the O level, the A level, uh, lower six and upper six, we, we met, and my goodness. <laughs> uh, Sola, I, I greet you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, those are some of our fond memories. All right, let, let's, let's talk about how the old um, boys' union is mobilizing the school to rebuild the college. In the last few weeks, the school has been in the news um in terms of infrastructure the, some of the structures not in the best of shape so how are the old boys coming together to provide some support and help put things uh, you know in place or put w things right um that's that's very good we are we are all concerned about the state of the school um the, we have passion for bishop herman and so we are mobilizing as past students um to raise funds mm -hmm. um in that regard the short code is um star 887 star okay. two hash okay. if you want to contribute to um, the school and we'd like to encourage all old boys um, to join in this campaign um, to chip in a bit to get the school back to where we want it to be okay. um, we also like to encourage all relatives of um, old boys of the school <laughs> wives and and, f and parents yeah, and friends and associates. siblings and associates <laughs> and, and businesses and you know in yeah. that regard we are grateful to city fm for giving us this opportunity we want to hear a lot more from businesses within that mm -hmm. area um to contribute mm -hmm. um to to keep the school running so this is what we are doing it's not just old boys here but it's also old boys global and um all sympath sympathizers yeah. and lovers of the school and we all coming together to support the school okay. so that's what we're doing and let's, let's talk a bit about the current leadership of the nec um one, when was it put together and what are the priority areas? What's the current leadership focusing on in terms of helping out Bishop Herman? Yeah, so um, the, the current leadership um, took office last year, okay. actually, yes, last year. So um, uh, we are very, you know, new, but uh, Bobu or Bishop Herman Old Boys Union, you know, has uh, undergone some, you know, uh, uh, stages of, I'm sure it's part of the growth growth journey. 
and uh, for a while you know things were a bit topsy-turvy you know for us but uh, now things are settling gradually and i take this opportunity to you know doff my hats to our council of elders uh, led by professor dumont mm -hmm. uh you know who have helped to to rally us together and you know uh steer this ship we want to say uh, a big thumbs up to uh, the former you know executives uh, prof salah and his team we we are grateful to all of them for the for the great job and and we thank everybody you know, but now it's time for us to to look forward and to to move on. As as you are aware, uh, things are not all kosher for us on on campus. Okay. Uh, uh, infrastructure, yes, you know, yes. you're talking about is 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 not something yes, to the, the news reports. It's not something to write home about. People have complained about uh, why are we washing our dirty linen out there. But there's also a saying that one tall we are here. You know, so um, uh, we believe that now everybody's eye is open. In fact, um, Bishop Herman is the first Catholic institution in the Volta region. Okay. You know, and so um, it's, it's the pride of the Volta. Uh, whatever it is, we cannot, you know, allow it to go down because Bishop Herman has produced some very illustrious sons. Mm you know even daughters of this land mm. and um uh, you know we can't really write the full script of ghana without mention of of bishop herman that's why it's important now that um, we all focus and bring the school back to the state in which it's supposed to be and then you know push forward uh, this year nsmq we didn't do too well but uh, interestingly we took our second years Okay, to compete so, that, I mean, so they have gained some experience, experience yeah. and next year they're going to come back the same squad and they're going to come back with more vim and this year we are supporting jolali jolali <laughs> you know that's where our support is hey jolali you know let's go forward let's take this for for the voltage okay. let's, let's talk about the school 70th anniversary and mm. some of the things you you want to do so yes um bishop herman is 70 next year hooray wow. you know um, we are really excited um uh, it is worth celebrating 70 years in in the life of any you know institution is is, is a big occasion yeah. and um we we are very excited about it so uh we are doing the launch this coming sunday okay. this coming sunday uh we are launching the 70th anniversary at the christ the king parish hall okay. uh, 3 p.m in fact all boobus all poga you know Everybody we are all expected to, to be the, there the newsroom who went to be yes, oh. yes 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 <laughs> we have a lot of you guys in the in the media we have a lot of them we 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 doff our hearts to all of them we're inviting everybody to to come indeed uh our sister sitting here rita is is going to be one of the masters of ceremony mm -hmm. on 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 the day of the yeah, launch I'll, I'll get to her in a, in yeah a on the day of the launch then we have um <laughs> several other activities that will be culminating in the climax the mm. grand climax mm. next year november uh back in school on in pando we are going to have a, a week-long you know celebration next year mm -hmm. you know we're going to begin with a medical you know outreach okay. to the pando and its environs mm -hmm. and then we're going to have a huge you know career day you know for the mentorship day for the students we're going to interact we're going to have various professionals there to interact with the students and then we're going to have the weekend which is going to be <laughs> awesome you know a homecoming we're storming 
you know, Biheko and Pando in a very grand style. And we are hoping that by that time we would have, you know, a lot of the works that, you know, we are, we are complaining about would, you know, would have started and a lot of progress will be made. So, okay. yes, this is what's You, you, you mentioned uh, Poga. Let, let me bring Rita in. Yeah. Rita works in Poga 98. I have been waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've been warming up. Let me bring you in, into the yeah. game. So, so what, what, how are you collaborating with uh, Bobu as they, you know, do all these things? They are 17 next year mm. and all of that. What su- what kind of support um, is Poga giving giving to 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 the group? Um, so Nathan, um, thank you. Just before I start, you know, you can't mention Bobu without mentioning Poga. Yeah. Ah, okay. It is always a Bobu Poga affair. So definitely, I mean, they have all our support. We are supporting them in financially. We will be there. I mean, I devoted myself to say, hey, Edward, I'm supporting you on this course. Okay. Sure, sure, so sure, sure. definitely, they have all our support in whichever way. We'll be going to Pando with them um, and talking about memories. One of my fondest ones was going to the grotto. Um, yeah. The yeah. night before, and maybe the guys don't know this, and girls, forgive me. <laughs> like, we, we will stay up to get our haircuts because we're going to meet the bobos um, yeah, 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 at grotto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grotto was a place of prayer, but, you know, it was, it was very, very exciting. So they have absolutely um, all our support okay. to make sure the 70th anniversary. Mm. And really, it's about the projects yeah. and the impacts mm. that yeah. is going to make in the main lives of our young okay. of our young okay. ones so, yes. so 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 tell me so i mean yes you are supporting so does it mean that poga as a group you are you are you said financially and also this is also part of what you want to do right it's, it's on your agenda so, to help them yes you know. poga as a group um as i said it's always a bubu poga okay. affair and there are so many individual pogas both locally and internationally mm-hmm. who are supporting um by whichever way that they've asked us okay, to, by okay. our presence, by our presence, by cash, whichever way. Okay, okay, that's that's wonderful. That's, that's wonderful. I mean, as as we wrap it up, final words, final words for all bobos, all oh, pogers, all associates who are out there, and they want to join, they want to support. How how do they contribute? How do they participate? What should they know about everything that's happening? The project, seventieth mm. anniversary, everything. All right, Nathan. Thank you. I mean. Um, I think we should look at what what this 70th anniversary really means for mm-hmm. old boys like us. Um, you know, Bishop Herman was founded by a Catholic bishop, you know, um, Augustine Herman. And 70 years ago, he took the journey to build a school that we are all proud of, that has given us the moral and educational standing to contribute to society. So our goal here is to look at the next 70 years, what we can also do to build the school that we want to leave behind for our children and our grandchildren. So we are urging everybody to come on board, mm. to contribute. If you believe in education and you even have a person, we urge you to contribute to this Bishop Herman project. It's not only about people who attended Bishop Herman, but if you attended school in Ghana or around the world and you believe in this vision of giving to society, we are urging you to bring your resources on board. And so come and, and as soldiers of Christ, come and let's build for the next <laughs> 70 years. Okay. Uh, thank you. Oh, okay. thank you. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, he said it so succinctly. Uh, we need everybody to come on board. You know, uh, I, I want to say a big shout out to our three MPs in Parliament. Ooh. You know, uh, uh, um, we, we, we wish them well, even as they, they, they take their votes on, on, on the you know, hottest issue at hand now. Mm-hmm. But they are going to be with us also on Sunday. And um, we, we are encouraging everybody to join us. But also for the fundraising. It is so important. Every city, every penny 
you know, is, is, is important so that we can uh, bring, you know, Bishop Herman back mm. to its, its proper uh, status. So, right. please, we encourage everybody okay. to do that. Rita? Oh, well, my, my word goes to uh, my fellow Pogues. Um, on <laughs> Sunday, please let's show our love, let's show our support as we've always done. Um, as Edward said, Christ the King Hall. Um, so we are expecting, we are expecting them um, to be there. So see you on Sunday and I can't wait to um, really see this program come to fruition. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll sing our anthem. Yes, there are many bubbles yeah. listening now. Okay. Wherever you are, just join us. You know, come join with us to sing in praise of the echo. Where golden light we sing in spirit bold and free. Hail the echo. Hail the so i've been so i was speaking to edward i am his bobo 97 he's the general secretary of the union which are rocks in poga 98 that's their sister school Ola girl and simon maji esquire bobo 97 so sunday they are having the event at the christ the king Please, if you went to Bishop Herman or if you are a Poga, go and support. It's important. When the girl run, champion. By the bar, we don't complain. Bike here, soon by play. This type of girl, keep my brain. Some girl and things. Sounds of I. Sounds of Adam. This type of girl, put in a yard. Somewhere. Yeah, he went to Bishop Herman too, if you didn't know. Yeah. This is still the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. We didn't come here to play. Very good bad guy. Treasure, treasure, guess what? I'm 
Buddha, they try and arrest with a smoke all of them like them cigarettes. Been two cage, Joe, at the elevate. Nobody here for to intimidate. And your girlfriend's self, see the back for a date. Blessings, some blessings, low key, then they learn all my lessons. Friends, where did they 953? Blessing, me and nobody. Confusion and they come from a peaceful transition. Now where I go spark like ignition. This year we go past them decision. Fuck a guy give me no competition. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now if you're experiencing weakness, headaches, and difficulty in concentration, it just could be iron deficiency anemia. You they pray for my downfall. No Vancouver grand. But of course, it's not a solution. It's not a problem that doesn't have a solution plenty of iron rich food surround us contumely abedro liver red meat fish shrimps eggs boko boko leafy vegetables cow peas granite beans all of that there's also iron fortified milk and iron fortified keep spices you can simply prevent iron deficiency anemia one meal at a time and the biggest mall in west africa west hills mall brings you the ultimate black friday sale it's happening between november 22 and november 30. <laughs> buy everything you need from clothing electronics health and beauty products and household items at unbelievable discounts ranging from 10 percent to 50 percent avoid the christmas shopping rush and shop for your family at the west hills mall this black friday get west hills mall on the wager kaswa road west hills mall a happy place and it's time to be a G with G Money, the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet. Take part in the Win Like a G promo and win monthly awards or a brand new salon car as the grand reward. To sign up, visit any G Money agent or GCB bank brand nationwide. Perform transactions to build points, win amazing prices such as fridges, ACs, many more, or a brand new car. G Money is powered by GCB Bank, Ghana's largest and safest bank. Papanaba, be a G. Chatum with G Money on any mobile network and it's a new flavor another energetic experience a pleasant taste energize your day with a kind of good day energy drink and know the difference Good day energy drink makes you feel great and it's best for that special occasion. Grab a can and share with friends. Available in all girl shops, Bachelor Total, Melcom Supermarket, Palace Mall, and a pub near you. Baby, I see. See, can I lock it? 
baby, I block it. So, yeah, my baby, mumbo, way ahead, and I have a fat. A beffa, 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 oh, a beffa. A head, and I have a Living the life on the street. When the Shay, the Shay gang, the Kumaya Shay, Kumaya Shay Ampa. Motivational speakers. So Nathan, <laughs> you, you've been reading Black Friday LPM. Ah, this person was still small. Why, why everybody Black Friday? Mm-hmm. Gun off your stations. When are you doing Black Friday? Monkey says so. Hospitals, are you going to consider Black Friday? Say no, you're in Biafra, bro. You two are still saying who <laughs> free consulting, free labs, eh? schools. Uh, eh? Schools, won't you do Black uh, Friday? That school fees, if you come and pay next semester school fees today, we give you 40% discount. And I'm with the Black Friday, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't apply to you. Change your ways, fuel stations, hospitals, schools. Black Friday, Mummy Husso. Soon to the diatomoto, a briar, the same is your get chalato, chalet, no belay, check, be at your audience, check, be at your audience, check, lavish audience, chalet, no belay, check, be at your audience, check, be at your audience, check, chromay, a ship, baby, a ship, seek on a locket, baby, a blocket. So, yeah, my abemumo, way ahead, and I have a fat. A beffa, 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 oh, a beffa. A head, and I have a fat. A beffa, beffa, beffa. Living a life on the street. Nobody care what we do. Nobody care what we go through. Nobody care what we do. Your brain motivational speakers. Montreal, I'm crying. Your parents, you know, be SLW. Yes, I'm here. And that's our breakfast show for today. Many thanks for listening. My name is Nathan Kwao. Ella, you heard Bernard. You heard Kojo. Summons was here. We do it again next Monday from 6.20 to 10. Enjoy the rest of our programs. Keep your dials locked on City FM.